Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Camera Corner Podcast. We're your geek slash nerd discussion podcast. We normally take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, where we feel talking about the day and bad rounds so we get bored. I'm, as always, your host, Patrick, with me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. You'll call me Sensei. And joining us is special guest host, friend of the podcast, Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. Oh, Sensei-san, what are you doing? And both of you. Both of you are bad. <laughs> um... Today, we're continuing our uh, series of top fives we've done on various anime topics that one day I'll give a snappy name to, but today is not that day. Um, I guess guess because we've done, like, rivals and protags. Yeah, we've done rivals, we've done protags. I don't think we've done villains yet. No, we've definitely not done villains. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we did. Oh, wait, did we? Yeah, yeah, we did villains. villains. Yeah, 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 I was on a rant about Frieza and how great he is. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, you're right, you're right. That's right. Uh, I forgot it wasn't the Frieza podcast. I thought that was just the the, the uh, Ryan's hour long Frieza extravaganza. Yeah, that he if we did we we honestly we forgot we recorded it because sometimes he would just do that. Um, but uh, next we're gonna talk about one of the other big uh, tropes or uh, themes across really a lot of anime, but specifically in shonen, um, and that is the importance of the mentor character. Yes. Uh, you know these. Pro tags that everyone talks about, they didn't get that way on their own. They they needed a teacher to beat the stupid out of them. They usually didn't get it there on their own, and also usually they seem to inherit a lot of the mentor stupidness. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say, like, normally a mentor doesn't beat the stupid out of them, he beats the stupid into them. <laughs> yes. Well, he beats the, beats the stupid and replaces it with some form of functionality. Because, like, like a, a good... a. Non-anime inspiration uh, or a non-anime example of this would be like Obi-Wan from Star Wars. Yes. That would, that would be an example of a Okay, character. we can all agree. Anakin didn't learn a goddamn thing from Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> he learned sass. Yes. Like, An- Anakin's two biggest mentors for sass were Obi-Wan and Palpatine. Okay. Anakin was a jackass. Obi-Wan was sassy. <laughs> Vader is sassy, though. Yeah. That's after he I hope you don't choke, choke on your aspirations. <laughs> Vader I mean, is sassy. I mean, even even I find your lack of faith displeasing is a sassy line. Honestly, that's probably because when they removed all the bits from Anakin, they probably <laughs> just installed the Sassinator 5000. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought it was Assassinator, but no, no, they, no, they got no. it wrong. It, it was Anakin realized the he never stood a chance in his rematch with Obi-Wan Kenobi if he couldn't match him on every level. <laughs> But uh, but on to anime um, uh, mentors and their sass. Yes. Um, well, they're not all sassy, but some of the ones on my list are. Uh, you want? Do you want to? Do you want to? Because I know I, I know at least you and I have an honorable mention. Do you want to do that before number two, or do you want to do it right here? At the, I've the got start? two honorable mentions myself. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've got I've got two. Um, uh, I don't mind doing doing them first. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, my first uh, honorable mention... Don't make the list. Uh, ...was Izumi Curtis from Fullmetal Alchemist, uh, slash Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, depending on if you're going by anime or manga. She was also... Um, uh, I, I had two. She was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. That's funny. Um, like, uh, Izumi Curtis uh, is the character who taught Edward and Alphonse how to do alchemy. Um, and, Incorrect. You know, they well, learned from home. They learned how to survive. Yeah. <laughs> she she she, ta- she taught them how to get by in the big wide world. 
She taught them pain <laughs> and fear. Yeah. The, and, two, the, the, the thing that orphans need the most. And, and to kill. Yes. All things that, if they didn't have those skills, they wouldn't have made it through the series. Oh, no, no. I, I didn't say she was wrong to teach them. I'm just <laughs> saying, don't say, oh, they, she taught them how to survive. No, no, she taught them how to die on the inside. <laughs> and how sometimes that's what you need to live. Yeah. And, you know, but, and is by the end of the series, probably one of the three most powerful human beings on the, in the series. Um, is there, uh, is there, I, I have a specific reason why I kept her out of my list. Is there a specific reason for you? Um, other than your list is just so great and you just couldn't fit her in. <laughs> Honest, honestly, is it, her not, her not making the list does not in any way have me say that she is, uh, uh, bad or not good. Yeah. Um, I think she, I think she's a great mentor. Um, I just had other people that I wanted to put on the list more. For me, my not problem with her. The reason I didn't put her on because I did consider her is that all of like pretty much all of her mentorship does take place kind of in the past, and like the more that's a small bit of their growth is who they are as people. Most of Ed and Al's growth either comes from just themselves or other people they meet. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to who their mentor is, I think Izumi is equal parts mentor to also Mustang, to Ho, and to all these other people they encounter. That's kind of what I was going to get at, is to me, uh, Izumi Curtis, uh, great character, like, not taking that away from her, but uh, I don't see her much as, a, as much of a mentor as a teacher. She taught them things, but as far as, like, mentoring them... Like, because, like, throughout the series, they don't go to her for, for like, advice, philosophical yeah. answers or anything like that. They might go to her, like, when they're, you know, in, tr- in, in, in fear of an ass-whooping. Um, and you don't they, go to and her they when... fe- <laughs> And they fear her ass-whooping less than the ass-whooping that they might have coming. Well, they, they know if they go and report for the ass-whooping, it'll be less bad than if she <laughs> well, has it, to find them. They also know that most of the time, if, like, they don't think of, oh, we have this problem, who can we go to for help? Azumi, she'll help us. No, they're like, no, she'll beat the shit out of it. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, like, um, she, she just doesn't, like, offer any type of, like, advice to, like, help them get through anything. Yeah, she, I will agree. She's more of a teacher, like, because I had had plenty of teachers in high school. There were some of them who were mentors, and I still, res- like, I still have teachers I invited to my wedding. Those were mentors. Yeah. Others were teachers. Yeah. That is a good, that is a good differentiation. Yeah. Um... My uh, second honorable mention um, uh, is uh, Negi Springfield. Uh, he's the protagonist <laughs> from uh, Maho Sensei Negima. Um, I knew you'd squeeze him in there at some point. Oh I, yeah, I was gonna ha- I was gonna have a, a, a Negma reference at least on my list, if not if not as if not as an honorable mention. Um, but uh, the he is a mentor to his entire class, and. Uh, through his influence, turns uh, what should be a powder keg into um, a global dominating super force in the form of a group of teenage girls. Because <laughs> they are terrifying. Um, well, the one thing I'll argue on that is also that, like, Negi is just as mentored by his class. Yeah, and, that, and that's why he's not on my list. Um, like, uh, the mentor-mentee relationship kind of swings back and forth a lot with Negi. Um, partially because he's the protagonist, so he has to 
He has to be the arc. He has to be the one. Yeah, but in, and in, also experience change. He's also the same age as them. Nope, he's five years younger. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> the same age group as them of child. He's, let me tell you back. He's at least five years younger. Some of them are centuries old. Oh, anime, you sassy, crazy. I was gonna say bitch. the other thing is because if for me, oh, I no, no, let me tell you the back. Some of them he's he's older than. Some of them are like two. Oh, anime. <laughs> See, and this is going to make my next <laughs> statement even worse. Uh-huh. The other reason I actually thought of Nagan, I was like, no, I wouldn't consider that because I don't think you get to be someone's mentor when also they fucking. They're not. Or they want to be fucking. Or they trying to be fucking. Or eventually they do be fucking because Nagi does get with one of the girls at the end of the series. Not till he's an adult. <laughs> that doesn't. It don't matter. That's why it doesn't matter if you're both of legal age, you can't be someone's teacher or professor and have a relationship with them. It's also, also, the reason that we know that Ryan's getting all upset is because he had to spend all five of his slots for all five of the teachers for Kenji's, uh, the, 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 the Mightiest Disciple. disciple. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kenichi, fuck, that's Kenichi, actually a good one. Kenichi has a harem of mentors. <laughs> but I will actually say, though, um, like, while yes, they are mentors on that, like, None of them individually fits there. They are all like as a group, and I. Oh, oh okay. For for Kenichi. For Kenichi. No, no. For <laughs> I, Kenichi. I said that as a joke. No, no. That actually would be a good example. Except they are all like individually. They are not good mentors. As it, and also honestly, I've seen the torture devices they put that boy in for daily easy training. That's was not it, good mentorship. Were they one of your honorable mentions, or did I just throw something out that just, just completely, caught me, off completely guard? caught me off guard? Yeah, I, f- I thought for sure you were going to have a Kenichi example on there. Yeah. No, but, um... Because <laughs> also, as far as the mentorship goes, yeah, they teach him stuff, but most of Kenichi's good growth and, like, real, like, good actual mentorship, they're, they're more teachers. They are there, but they're friends and teachers. His growth he finds in himself. Okay. So, so are we tra- transferring over to your to your first honorable mention there? Yes. Uh, okay. I'll go and get, just give both of my honorable mentions at the same time because they're both in the same series. Uh, Vegeta and Piccolo. Um, Vegeta as a mentor? As a mentor. To who? Uh, Kaba. Oh, it is a strong... Yeah. No, no. yeah, yeah, that makes Vegeta sense. Vegeta as a... Like, because it's not even like a, hey, it's kind of there. No, Vegeta takes that seriously and he means it. And, like, during the Tournament of Power, he's still genuinely wanting to teach and better Kaba. Uh, I'll actually say this, just uh, as a little, like, inside baseball for, for, for people that don't know Ryan. Ryan has never been a person that liked Vegeta. Um, in Super, there was a period of time when Ryan was like, Vegeta uh, Vegeta might be one of my favorite Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball characters now uh, over Goku. Like there was a there was a chunk of there like yeah because um, toward the beginning where, where like Vegeta's just a strong character like also like to his kids like Trunks like in Z not as much but like in Super like Vegeta is like clearly realizing the effect he can have on the growth of people and like takes steps to try to be there for Trunks like there's a whole little story where Trunks just wants to fucking go to basically tropical Six Flags. And Bulma's like, yeah, it'll be fun. We can put on costumes and go as a family. And Vegeta's like, I can blow up this planet. <laughs> but that's not that's not the flex you think it is, Vegeta. <laughs> uh, but I, like, I watched King Vegeta blow up three planets with a wave of his hand. But um, Trunks like kind of like does hard work and like gets Vegeta like to go with him and like Vegeta puts in the effort to be a good dad, be a mentor. 
with Kaba, like I said, in the Tournament of Power, it is a your universe survives or mine. Vegeta gives speeches to Kaba to, like, push him to be better and stronger and keep fighting. Not even with the intention of, like, oh, it doesn't matter how strong he gets. I can just kill him. Like, Vegeta clearly has a, well, at least if we don't win, I want you to. You does it like, yeah. In Piccolo, like, kind of for the same thing, like, Piccolo mentors, you know, Gohan is still his enemy. When yeah. he mentors Gohan. Like, oh, yeah. At that point, Piccolo does not intend to, ha, ah, and then you shall be my son and we'll all be friends. Piccolo is, I need help to kill more Saiyans. And when the Saiyans are dead, I move on to half Saiyans. <laughs> then I move on to rule Earth. Yeah. But, like, through... Well, I think he mostly just wanted to rule Earth. If Gohan didn't try to stop him, I don't think he'd kill Gohan. He had already seen what <laughs> Gohan was capable of. Yeah. Piccolo knew what he had to do. I mean, the thing you is... You saw that boy get mad and, like, uh, crunch through Raditz's armor? Yeah. I mean, the bigger problem was that eventually killing Gohan ceases to be an option. Yeah. <laughs> like, and through that mentorship, like... And the reason I put him, uh, both of these as an honorable mention is that, like, Vegeta just has only had two real keen examples of it. Like, I really hope in Super they eventually get the ability to just go back and forth between Universe 6 and 7. I would love to just see a story arc where they go to six and Vegeta is just a mentor to Kaba. Oh, to have or, Kaba. Or, or we just crisis that thing and smack them all together. What is it? I hope Kaba gets like. I would love just even if it's a oh, side Zeno, manga. The Xenos might do that. Yeah, yeah. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, just... just a side story <laughs> of like Kaba having his own Frieza art, like hero arc, and just Vegeta being there as a mentor. Well, Tor- I would love that. Toriyama does do a lot of like side stories, like beyond like Super. Now there's actually a bunch of different side. Yeah. Dragon I would love Ball to see that in Piccolo. Now. The reason I don't is because Piccolo clearly like eventually goes from like a mentor. For, he's still kind of a mentor for Gohan, but he also just becomes Gohan's friend, and like I mean, some mentors do. Yeah, but I mean, but like, but yeah. like, because, because also it, it's one of those things where like, like we don't really know how Namekians age, but. Uh, Piccolo hadn't really aged any at all, and so like, I mean Piccolo's Pic- like five people. <laughs> but like at this point, like uh, my, my my wife Monica always called Piccolo Mama Piccolo because of like how much he was taking care of Gohan, and now he's Mama. Now he's like Grandma Piccolo, uh, Grandmama Piccolo to Pan. I was gonna say Mama Piccolo makes more sense. Piccolo, you know, lays eggs. Yeah, yeah, but like. The dynamic of mentor mentee, like it's so weird for them because it goes up and down and attached and like, so there's the moments that are there are super strong, but like at this, but it's point, all real early in the series. Yeah, and it's also Gohan very much clearly goes, okay, I need training and not the type of training my dad would do. I'm not trying to go to that. I'm going to go seek out Piccolo to teach me things. But if not that, he will instead just invite Piccolo over to watch TV with him and his wife. And is it like he sees Piccolo more of his friend now, like directly his friend? Well, also Goku's training is very physical. Um, Piccolo's, Piccolo's is mental, is cerebral, is cerebral and mental. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like it's which is more what Gohan in line with how Gohan would be anyway. Yeah, that, that's why it's weird to me. Like I put both of them as honorable mentions because to me, like a mentor is someone who like kind of always has that role a bit, like. The difference between a teacher. You can have a teacher who, hey, that used to be my teacher. Yeah. Your mentor is someone you kind of always will look to a bit for example and guidance and all that. And even if you surpass them in something, 
you still kind of look for them for the wisdom of how they got there. Like, for example, he's not on my list, but Master Roshi. Almost everyone is stronger than Master Roshi Dragon Ball Z now, but they will still go to Roshi for insight and mentorship. Yeah. Like, Piccolo and Vegeta are on and off mentors. Those are my honorable mentions. Okay. Um, and mine, um, to the shock of absolutely no one, uh, my honorable mention is Askeladd. I mentioned... Because uh, I don't think he's, he serves as enough as a mentor position. He more raised um, Thorkin. Uh, Thorfinn? Thorfinn, yeah. yeah he, uh, he more raised Thorfinn. Um, and he gave a, a very strong guide of what not to do. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but I'm I'm just mostly following through with something I'd set up uh, in the like rival vil- and, vil- and villain episodes, uh-huh. and I'm just kind of completing my trilogy. Sure, right. o- o- Oscalot is, is everything. Yes, <laughs> he's every woman. Yeah. <laughs> he's every woman. And I'll stop before we get sued. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, so starting off the list proper uh, with my number five, and we'll take it round robin from yep. there. Um, my number five, uh, Tsunade from Naruto. All right. Uh, she is the fifth Okage, one of the three great Sanin, and her greatest ac- achievement in all the show is taking garbage and changing it into slightly less stinky garbage. Okay, I will fight you. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's Ryan's ready for that fight. I mean, she she took the third lead of the show, uh, Sakura Harno, and took her from being a character that I could not stand the sight of. To being someone that I that can actually contribute something to the plot. Yeah, she Sakura definitely like in the first section of Naruto, like, and it sucks where, because, she's, where she's making fun of Naruto for being an orphan. Everyone was making fun of everyone for being an orphan in the start of Naruto. Everyone, not, not true. You know that's not true. <laughs> People, Shikamaru, Shikamaru, Choji. Um, they they had, uh, they had Naruto's back. Yeah. Uh, no, Shikamaru did not have Naruto's back at first. When you see flashbacks of his kids, they also made fun of them until Naruto did something Shikamaru liked, and he was like, "I guess I was we should say, give I was this kid say, a chance." Yeah, but yeah, but that, in flashbacks. he eventually yeah. stops. Yeah, I was no. say, by the time the show no, has started proper, they don't they're not doing no, it. No, yeah. At the start of Naruto, versus like Sakura still is, and Eno still is. Yeah, well, Eno's a cunt. <laughs> Eno doesn't, like, get her, like, hero redemption thing, really, until, like, late, late in the series, about 30 minutes before her dad eats a nuke. I'm about to say, she, she just doesn't get it. <laughs> Eno, Eno's still not a person that I would ever, ever want to be around. I don't know, she's, she's pretty chill like, about it. I don't know how Sai stands it. But, uh, like, Sakura, like, what's that? Because Sakura does actually have a lot of growth and a lot of, like, shown potential at the start that is just overshadowed and belittled at every turn by Naruto and Sasuke's. Well, yeah, she, she's got two big handicaps going against her. She doesn't have a super mystical bloodline cheat. Yes. Uh, and she's a woman. And that's, that's it. That's the problem. Like, there's a lot... Because I really did try to go through when I rewatched Naruto recently. Like, also, that's, that's not that's not me, Patrick, saying that poo on her for being a woman. Kishimoto underdeveloped all of the women in Naruto. Yeah, Kishimoto was on record said he's not good at writing women. He's so all- he doesn't. Yeah. So 
like he tried to get better like late into uh, Shippuden. When he, when like after he was married, after he'd already had children, and he was just like nearing the end of the series, he was like, you know, going back on, I I see that how badly I've done. Um, yeah, like it was like the more women he had in his life, he was like, okay, I get it. I did a bad job. Like, but soccer, like at the start of it, because I said I really tried to pay attention. When I went through to, like, let's see if there's anything to salvage Because my first time through, I also hated soccer like this. And, like, really look, like looking for it and not letting, you know, Naruto and Sasuke's cool power jumps distract me. I was like, no, no. There's a lot there that if they wasn't completely overshadowed at every point by the other people around her, it's like, all right, soccer, like... I mean, Sakura has things that to her name. She's better at chakra control than, yeah. either, than either yeah, of them. Yeah, like, no, like... If Sakura had any of the cheats that, like, Patrick mentioned at the start, Sakura would have been way more powerful with a Sharingan and way better with uh, Ninetales Chakra. Yeah. Like, Sakura wouldn't have been accidentally just unleashing Ninetales energy and almost killing everyone. See, don't ev- don't even put to mind her with the Ninetales energy. I don't want to think about inner Sakura meeting inner uh, uh, Kurama. I would. <laughs> no. Inner Sakura would have cowed Kurama. <laughs> <laughs> No, inner Sakura pulling on the on the energy of Karama worries me. That that's, that's the village getting leveled again. Cha? <laughs> but yeah, no. But all of that aside, like the second like we're all we're all throwing shurikens. This bitch summoned to stand. Like Sakura, like has no mentor through all of the first section of Ardo. Even once they get Tsunade, Tsunade is not Sakura's mentor until uh, really after until, the, until after Shippuden. And after that, she's great. Like. Tsunade really did do a great job of being a mentor to, like, Sakura. It's not all shown on screen on it, but the complete turnaround of how Sakura acts, how everyone acts to Sakura, because most of the characters before Shippuden do treat Sakura like she's just kind of a bratty girl who hasn't grown up and learned her place. Shippuden happens, and Sakura walks in a room, and people who could whoop her ass are like, ma'am, yes, ma'am, whatever you say, like, yeah, like, they well, this isn't the attention. Sakura show. This is the Tsunade show. That's not saying, but like that's showing like a lot of that, that's, Tsunade's that's to mentorship. Her, that's to yeah. her credit as a as a mentor, because also like Tsunade never really stops being Sakura's mentor. It never really stops being Shizune's mentor. No, like she keeps going at it, and all of the things like because her being Hokage, everyone kind of respects her and looks to her, but that's still not being a mentor because also like like, being the, fact, like the fact that Nar- that Nardo even as as bratty and bullheaded as he is will actually go to her for, for words of wisdom yeah. yeah and be like yes man and like and clearly respects her like sure he calls her granny, granny. Tsunade yeah. but Tsunade clearly like honestly it seems like if Nardo stopped she, doing that Tsunade would be like hey don't like would want that level of familiarity back like also, also he's the only one she'll take that from <laughs> yeah and like so that's why I said I mentioned all the stuff with soccer. Like that's because the leaf owes that boy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the leaf the, the leaf village owes that boy a check. It could never cash. No, just like Tobirama <laughs> for helping to get rid of the Uchiha. <laughs> no, like Tsunade is oh, a great okay. example. Like, she does. <laughs> like she's she's a great mentor. She's serious, and she's also one of the few mentors who, like, sure they play into her crazy gambling addiction. Because the first, all the Sanin had to be crazy in some way. But like, Except for Orochimaru, who's just crazy. Hey, Orochimaru is a wonderful member of the PTA. Who now! <laughs> 30 years later! Do you have any idea? Like, Sarah has no idea about anything for Bordeaux. I don't even know if she knows Bordeaux exists. 
So I keep making jokes about, like, as we're watching Shippuden, and we're in the middle of, like, Orochimaru at his worst in Shippuden, and I'm like, hey, don't hit on Orochimaru. He's going to come around, help the village. He's going to be a member of the PTA. I bet he's going to be a great soccer mom. And Sarah's like, uh-huh, sure, I hope he dies. It's like, I'm telling you, great member of the PTA. I mean, to be fair, she does kind of get what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like, I, I agree. So not as a great one. I just didn't put her in there. Because out of all the people in Naruto, most of Tsunade's mentoring takes place off screen. Yeah. That's, like, that's why she's so low on my list. Um, so moving on to your number five, Ryan. My number five, also from Naruto, Naruto. Who's Amaki? Takona Hamaru? Uh, Takona Hamaru to, honestly, most of the ninja kids in the village. Most of the kids he, like, grew up with throughout the series, sure, they most of them, like, but he does, like, even if it's not directly, like, ah, and let me tell you my words of wisdom, like, a good thing about a mentor is inspiring people and, like, helping them grow as people and, like, become strong in that. And Naruto does that in spades, you know. Yeah. They run jokes about, oh, what, the Rosengan didn't work? <laughs> Let me give you a speech that yeah. <laughs> inspires you to commit that, suicide. That, that talk no jutsu is powerful. <laughs> like, Naruto, like, just his presence and personality and, like, his friendship with people, like, he mentors them to better themselves. Almost every single ninja who was in the Chunin exams, even the Sand Village ninja, directly mentioned, no, Naruto inspired me to this growth. I learned from his example. I, I was like, myself, Gara. Even, I was like, Gara is like, what? Gara <laughs> like is. A completely different person. Yeah, I was like, Gara has already become the Kage of his village uh, by Shippuden and is still like. Oh, and, and, then by the, and then by the end of Shippuden is Gara who led the Great Ninja Alliance. Yeah, and he, oh yeah, and he gives a great speech. Like, mm-hmm. and that whole speech was basically, y'all have met Naruto. That motherfucker's the bomb. <laughs> like, and now let's all throw ourselves into this meat grinder to properly okay. motivate him for when he shows it's up. It's not a meat grinder. Because you're, what, you're no. right, it's worse. It's a moderate. No, no. <laughs> it's not a meat grinder yet. Because when they gave that speech and when they went to war, it was a bunch of Zetsus. Yeah. And you know what? They were winning against them Zetsus. Then a bunch of coffins came up and motherfuckers with black eyes showed up and they're like, what is this cheat code bullshit? And they're like, hey, we're still winning. People are dying, but they are not talking about, like, massive, like, <laughs> every battle, they are winning. Yeah. Then Madara shows up. Which also, I just want to say, shout out to that first guy that charged Madara with the kunai. <laughs> no. I gotta, I gotta give no. props for bravery. No, because whatever, whatever ninja army was like, Hey, look, we got some people with brain damage in the infirmary. <laughs> Let's put them out on the front line. They'll take the hits. Because that was brain damage. <laughs> Someone said, that's Madara Uchiha. And I guarantee you, every single village has in their history books, if you see this costume, points to the first Okage, run. This costume, second Okage, run. <laughs> Just all the Kages. Even, honestly, Saratobi. Because uh, that motherfucker's like, if you see Saratobi with a stick, run. You'll never get far enough. But at least you'll, <laughs> at least you'll die with knowing you tried. Yeah. So, for me, like I said, I, I put Naruto up there because he weirdly does mentor everyone, even if it's not a direct, uh, I'm your teacher. But even by the time of Boruto, he clearly has. Because, like, uh, Konohamaru 
is a great teacher. Yeah, he's he's the Kakashi of uh, Boruto's squad. Yeah, and like Konohamaru clearly learned pretty much all of his shit from Naruto. Like, even the people who are technically Naruto's, uh, you know, mentors learn from him. You know, and like, sure, and like they have the thing of like great teachers are always being taught by their students, but yeah. like Naruto just he. I don't want to say he soaks stuff up like a sponge, but, like, he does learn from all the people he comes to contact with. Sure, it's not like Asta, where, like, anytime anyone tells him, no, hey, you should work on this, he's like, I will immediately internalize this. Yeah. But Naruto does listen. He just won't really process it until, like, in the middle of a fight, and he's like, oh, damn. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a little <laughs> bit of ass with him first. Yeah. yeah. So, that's my number five, is Naruto Uzumaki. All right. Uh, my number five is one that we act, that both of y'all discounted almost immediately when we uh, when we were discussing it. But I'm actually putting him on here for a fairly specific reason, and uh, that's Sadaro Gojo from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen um, as my number five mentor. Um, and part- if you've heard of Jujutsu Kaisen, he's probably your favorite character. But the reason I'm putting him on here as a mentor, um, as and one of my favorites, is. I don't watch a lot of anime anymore. There's only like there's very few series that I'm that are ongoing for me where I can still be hopeful and anticipate for the future of it and see like where something's going to go. And right now Gojo is the mentor of a series that is ongoing that I'm really interested in watching him. because um, we talked about like Demon Slayer off camera for a little bit, but like there's a bunch of like Demon Slayer mentors that no like like Ryan like threw out maybe Ringoku or something like that, but Rengoku has his movie. Um, well, it, it, it just depends on what Rengoku actually meant to them going forward. We yeah. just won't know. Um, uh, versus, like, uh, even the uh, the Tengu Mast uh, leader, who has a really long name who I can never remember, that first uh, uh, taught our sweet, sweet boy. Yeah. But um, even to be fair, he mostly taught him and then was like, all right, I've taught you these basics. Good guy. Go <laughs> Goodbye. fuck off in the mountain until you can cut that rock. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, going to go get drunk. So, like, th- there's a lot of potential there, uh, and I'll be interested in watching um, Demon Slayer as, as it progresses. But as far as, like, uh, that, as far as, like, being able to, to still anticipate what's going to come, Gojo is, is out there for me. So I'm in, I'm excited to look forward to how he teaches our three, uh, you know, new Class 7-style uh, characters between Itadori... Um, and I have forgotten... I was about to say, if you remember their names... Fujigoro... And, uh, stop, hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate that I don't remember her name, because she's actually a really cool character. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no, she's... But, um... But, I mean, Itadori's just, like, a fucking so strong one. And also, like, you know, one, one thing that, like, we that we didn't we haven't mentioned is especially in anime the roundabout like like mr miyagi way that a lot of like mentors have to train their people oh yeah Um, (laughs) like the fact that like uh they They just that gojo just sat him down to watch movies yeah while holding on to like a teddy bear uh that like if he what if he lost focus on would just belt him in the face yeah like that stands that's that stands in my mind because it also like gave a thing that we don't really get very often, which is uh, especially especially like outside of like an actual full on parody anime, something like Excel Saga, we get to see like little tiny satirical. Her jabs. name is Kugasaki. Yes. Okay. Um, we get to see like little like uh, satirical jabs at like American films. Yeah, like at one point he's watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 
Uh, also, we don't really get stuff like that. I want you to know to look up her name because I couldn't remember it. I typed in Jujutsu Kaisen Sakura Girl. <laughs> and that got me that got me her Wikipedia page. Yeah, which I, I that that feels like bastardization, but you know, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> That's how I was sold on the show was, "Hey, would you like to watch Naruto with uh Reverse Kakashi, friendly uh Sasuke and useful Sakura?" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's how Ryan sold me. <laughs> did, did, did like a, a rhyming leprechaun come across you on the street? That was an ad for it on Facebook. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so um, so with that like uh, at, at play, like that's kind of why I don't have a whole lot to say about Gojo other than like I said, like at least what we've already seen him do no, in the training he's stuff. He's very interesting in the idea of what can happen with him is exciting, especially since he is, hands down, bar none, the strongest person. Like, I believe he could 100% just take Sukuna. Probably. Um, and so it's interesting to see, not only how is he going to mentor that, but, like, how to, like... Yeah, because they have to surpass him. Yeah. Like, like... Well, the, the, there's, two, there's only two reasons that, that Gojo didn't make my list. Like, he... By the time Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, finishes, he will probably be on this list for me. Yeah. Um. But like the the overall story of Jujutsu Kaisen just hasn't moved that far yet. Yeah. Um. And then also like he's he feels more just based on the way where he is in the world of the, of that story. He's kind of just that big central pillar, almost kind of the way All Might is in My Hero. Yeah. yeah. Where everything kind of orbits around him, and it feels like nothing's really going to get started until you kick that pillar out. Right. Well, the other, not as bad because Gojo's whole actual obvious goal is also whether or not we beat all the curses. I am re- starting a revolution, and we're going to get these crotchety old sorcerers to fucking get with the times or kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Which, yeah. would, which would make him a villain in almost any oh, other no, no. series. I've actively thought before Gojo might be the final villain of Jujutsu Kaisen. I've also thought that, yeah. Um, so, like I said, like uh, I'm giving him kind of this this amnesty on, like, right now with the 26 episodes we have of this series, I'm incredibly intrigued by him, and that's not what something I can say about any other mentor-style character that's going on in anime currently. Yeah, fair enough, because, yeah, that's a good... All right, number All right. four. Number four. My number four is Piccolo from DBZ. Uh, oh, who? Uh, my, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Mr. Piccolo from uh, from Dragon Ball Z. Um, okay. Uh, you know, if you don't if you don't know Mr. Piccolo, uh, you know who Piccolo is. Who, 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 Piccolo? who am I kidding? <laughs> Mama Piccolo. Yeah, we've we've talked about him throughout this whole podcast pretty much. Um, Mama says dodge. Like hit. Him, him, uh, mentoring another character is pretty much what changed him from villain to hero. Yeah. Yes. Um, and like, you know, his his arc, at least from that, those early parts of Dragon Ball, is entirely based on his mentor relationship with Gohan. Um, and even after, you know, even after Gohan has surpassed Piccolo, he'll still, he, to to Ryan's point, he still goes to Piccolo either to hang out or or for advice not necessarily teaching i mean also let's not deny the absolute sweetheart of a moment it is when like right before the cell games what right after getting out spending a year with his father in the uh time chamber gohan walks out and asks mr piccolo to wear his gi yeah 
Because, you know, he, he, on, he honored his first master. Like, that's a spectacular moment that I, that I honestly don't think gets talked about quite enough anymore. Oh, no. I'm looking forward to uh, Dragon Ball's superhero. Uh, superhero. When he's wearing it again, yeah. Oh, he changed. He changes up to uh, yeah. In the Pickle? current trailer, you see him in the uh, the purple garb. Oh, nice. Yep. Because this is also With the little brown booties. <laughs> it's three years after. Uh, uh, yeah. This uh, Dragon Ball Super uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero um, takes place at the same year that Dragon Ball Z originally ended. Um, so like, it might reference the world tournament coming up where they're gonna go meet Oob. Yeah. Okay. Which also means Trunks and Goten better not look like goddamn children. Yes. I mean, has anyone reminded Toriyama that how old they are? Toriyama, Toriyama wrote the script. Toriyama is not is not doing. He knows what year it is. Yeah. yeah, but he also had Goku be like sixteen and three foot nothing. Uh, no. Go by the time Goku Goku is seventeen when he enters the uh, the World Martial Arts Tournament where he fights uh, Shin uh, Shin Junior like size like Piccolo Junior. Okay, but like, how old was he in the when he fought uh, T, uh, Tian Shen Han? Uh, he was uh, thirteen, which is how old Goten is now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's twelve when the series starts. Uh, like, and I think he, he might be fourteen because he's he's thirteen during the first tournament and he's fourteen during the second one, which is when Tian shows up. So two years he grew two feet. He didn't grow anything at all. Because um, it's also during that point that like uh, Goku and Piccolo. Uh, Goku and Krillin actually say their ages out loud, and because uh, uh, other uh, before that, like you didn't know how old he was. Yeah. So that's when you find out he's actually a teenager. All right. So that so so Mr. Piccolo, my number my number four. What you got? What you got, Ryan? My number four is Julius Nova Crono, Wizard King of the Clover Kingdom. First of his name. A, a character that is so broken that if they had made him the villain, the heroes couldn't win. <laughs> no. And um, I put him in there because also he's probably one of the few people I'm going to put in here who is not honestly a mentor to the protagonists that we're going to talk about. No, he's no. a mentor to Yami. Yeah. yeah, he's a mentor to the mentors of the protagonists. Yeah. And like he will, I, he will he will share words of wisdom with the with the with the protagonist. Yes, but but, but the Wizard King is clearly not a person to Asta. And he's Evo. a goal. He is he is an ideal. He is a position. He is he is an, not an unattainable goal, but he is that like he's he's the Wizard King. He's not Julius Novakronos. Yes, mm-hmm. he is the Wizard King. He is Julius. He is Julius to the other Knight Commanders. Like yes, to Knight Captains and like. I mean, like, specifically to Yami. He specifically mentored Yami. Yeah. And, like, it's really neat. Well, he's men- he mentored all of them, really, as it seems. Because every but time specifically, he Specifically, Yami was his lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, but, like, as you see him, like, talk to them, like, it seems like each one of the captains before is like, oh, I got. Like, it seems like the night captains were like, well, I'm the biggest badass. And, you well, know, he, had to pr- he had to promote them. So he had to have clearly had some type of relationship with them to see that they were worth promoting. Listen, or I'm royalty. Yeah. Like, everyone talks about before Julius got in, like, that was just, that's how you got the job. Was yeah. you were royalty or because you beat the shit out of everyone above you. Julius seems like the first person who has, like, a personal friendship with each captain and, like, sees them more than just their magic potential. Like, and it's something that's really refreshing. And that whole series, like, you know, classism and all that, such a big deal. Like, 
seeing the little slight bits of flashbacks we see of both how Julius also got to being the Wizard King and like got to that point in his mindset and change, like it's neat. And having you know, having Yami in Vengeance and um, you know, uh Eagle Braid Man and uh Fuego Leon or Mara Leona, all of them talk about Julius like with, a person. Yeah, like a person and also with the same level of respect. They might poke fun on that because they're, you know, all clear friends. But, like, these are people who do not like each other. No. Do not respect each other. The only person all of them also respects is, you know, arguably Fuego Leon. But even then, not really. <laughs> like, because Mary Leona think... will slap the shit out of her little brother. Yeah. And call him a pussy while he's at it. I mean, she's right half the time. That's so unfair. <laughs> no, she'll she'll call him a bitch about one specific thing that he's doing, not a bitch in general. Oh no, she calls him a bitch in general. <laughs> but like that, She's like oh, you're running like a coward, bitch. <laughs> and like also like all of these people who are you know like everyone who's in the Magic Knights has an explosive like neurodivergent personality that honestly should be locked up in an asylum. <laughs> but the fact that like each I, of the captains, like one one of one of the captains is just. Is just Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he is he is uh what you call it? And he is the least dangerous. What's, what's the name? What's uh that damn lizard? Oh, uh, he's he's just Trico given given form. <laughs> yes, kind of. If Trico was just filled with hate and he's not, not chill, no, no, Trico real, <laughs> Trico chill. chill. I've Dude. only seen clips of the of Trico fighting. Yeah. Oh no no. Trico, like especially in the anime, like always has a stick in his mouth, and what that should be is a blunt. Because yeah. Trico's like Trico chill. Sup, dog? Oh, you want me to whoop some ass? All right, hold on. Let me finish this. Flip. <laughs> okay, is that, that's, it, that's his equivalent to the shades on uh, Squirtle. Yeah. yeah. Like, so Julius, like, has all these people, and when you see the captains in their youth, they're all much different people. Like, well, not much different. Like, they're all way wilder, more dangerous. Less... They're, they're reminiscent of their adult. Yeah. Uh, but personas. then, kind of thing you always see is like, oh, what changed? I met the Wizard King. And, like, they talk about it like, you know, they met God. I mean, they did. <laughs> I've seen Julius fight. <laughs> Julie lost to Patri, which is always going to be a big blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not really. Patri, I, I think pa- that's the Patri, reason it took Patri them Patri learned so the one combination of a very particular circumstance that he could orchestrate that would allow him to win against, against I also uh, 100% believe Patra had, like, magic batteries everywhere to, like, store up the energy it took to cast that spell. <laughs> Just to be like, all right. <coughs> this has got to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, the only person who doesn't talk and respect uh, Julius Novacrono, like, you know, the amazing god mentor he is, is, you know, Julius's secretary. But that's because, honestly, that man's going to have a heart attack by the time he's 25. Yeah. I He's mean, under you, so much stress. If, if you had how to put up with Julius' shit, you would, you know do, how? you would too. He doesn't. That bowl cut, wig. All the hair <laughs> was lost in the first week. It's just a hard mold. It's like a bike helmet. Yeah, so I'm also I'm excited to see more of Julius now that he's not just kind of the Gojo of the series where he is just that unbeatable power stick, Yeah. but still clearly a mentor-type figure. Because, sure, Julius is like, you know, three foot five now. Also, and, also spoilers for the first season of. Uh, uh, if they're Black watching Clover. this, fuck you. <laughs> this is spoil. I was like, yeah. It, honestously, anytime you, you listen to us do one of our top fives, when we, maybe we should start hitting them up with spoiler tags. Yeah, like, that, that's that. Which that's just you know, error on my part, mea yeah. culpa. 
we've already spoiled so we talked about all the different times people died in Dragon Ball and, and spoilers and Krillin dies um, which man, time I actually feel bad because Yami was in my listing and I bumped him out and uh, for Gojo and now you've got me being like fuck I should put Yami back in god damn it oh I wouldn't Yami was a continuum ahead, but I was like, but no. You know what? Because Yami doesn't inspire others. The fuck he doesn't? No, no. To grow. Yami goes, you know what they need to grow? A life or death situation. Or he'll just say, uh, like, uh, find your boundaries, push past them right now. He'll, he'll say, yeah. go beyond plus, plus ultra. ultra. Now, and then they do it. Now, now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go take a dump. Yeah. yeah. I love Yami, though. No, no, Yami's like well, one of my favorite characters. That's in actually that why series. I put um, Julius in there because Julius is responsible for most of the characters I really love in that show becoming who they are. Yeah, but like, I mean, for 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 the the Bulls, like Yami, like is their mentor, and he does genuinely inspire them. Oh, see, uh, but I even put, then, Asta, I put Asta in equal terms. I was going to say, but Asta kind of inspires him to to do that too. So, and Asta also inspires the Bulls. Like it's. Yeah, it's a cyclical cool thing. The only part, like, well, also inspires the Bulls to actually put an effort. Um, uh, Yami inspires them to actually break their limits. Yeah, nobody inspires Julius. <laughs> you know what inspires Julius? Magic. Oh uh, yeah, his, yeah, his Ma- giant mag- magic boner. <laughs> yeah, magic he hasn't seen yet. So I'm ins- I'm excited to see whenever whenever Black Clover actually comes back, because I'm not gonna watch and catch up to where we're at. Just for it to end in a weird place. Yeah, you're, you're waiting for it to get any Asha slash bleached. Yes, because it, it's going to. There's no Eventually. way Eventually. Sometime down the line. So I want to see what Julius does now that he is just, a per- not just the Wizard King, but is just Julius the person. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. And that's my number four. Um, right. My number four. Uh, so at the, top of the, at the top of this, we mentioned that, you know, Sometimes a hero needs the beat stick uh, taken to him to, yeah. to learn their lessons. Uh, this, my my number four is the ultimate example of that, uh, Heiko Sizen. Uh, he is the man who beat every lesson that Kenshin oh, needed yeah. <laughs> into Kenshin's scrawny little ass. No, he didn't. Because he didn't teach Kenshin that sometimes you just got to let people die. <laughs> well... Uh, actually, he did teach yeah, Kenshin he did, that. He, did, he actively taught Kenshin he that. He taught Kenshin that. T- Kenshin just refused to learn. I'm about to say, yeah. he didn't beat that lesson into him because that lesson just bounced off. Um, but, yeah. Um, I mean, he ain't God. Once again, talking about, like, in, in, in anime, your mentors always, always usually have some type of wacky gimmick. His was to literally do the technique to Kenshin over and over and over again with a... Uh, uh, with a blunt instrument until Kenshin learned how to do it himself. Not a he, blunt he, instrument, a random stick he picked up. Yeah, he, he taught Kenshin Hichin Mitsurugi the same way that your older cousin taught you how to play Mortal, Mortal Kombat. No, he, he <laughs> did. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> um, uh, one of the things that I love about uh, Heiko Saisen is, is that one thing that we haven't discussed with mentors, and it's also because like I, I haven't mentioned it just because nobody here has picked one that neatly falls into this, but uh, a lot of mentors end up in that area where, like, once they get surpassed, uh, particularly in a lot of shonen anime, uh, once they get surpassed, they are left in the dust. Uh, think your master Roshi's. Mo- oh, Dragon Ball's big on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, right now, the only one, the only mentor that has like any yeah, master Roshi, King Kai. 
was, well, was going to say, the only one that has staying power is Whis. Yeah. Um, but, like, but that happens, like... And the only thing that kept King Kai relevant was the fact that he could be used as a telephone. <laughs> anyway. More bars in more places. <laughs> but, uh... But Sizen wasn't that. Sizen being the other... Uh, right, he cannot be used as a telephone. <laughs> um, being the other master of that style, uh, the, really the, the only true person. The only master. Yeah. Yeah. You can't become a master until you kill the previous. Yes. Um, he's just as strong as Kenshin for all his purposes. Oh, he's stronger. Yeah. I was, I was, I was going to say, for all his purposes, he's just as strong, but he never gets a, sh- a chance to show off whether or not he is stronger. You can just kind of judge for yourself that he probably oh, is. Oh, he is. I'd uh, say hands down, because even through all of their training all that, Sizen, like, never acted, talked, or gave any indication that, uh, you're like, you're, because he also still believes in, you have to kill me and surpass me to take over the mantle of this style. Yes. And by, and by taking this non-lethal mindset, you are bastardizing my style. Well, yeah. not only that, he also never talks like, oh, you're anywhere close, like, because he also mentions, like, like, he encourages and tells him where he's at. And like, Tyson's yeah. not afraid to tell him, this is where you're at. This is where you need to be. Yeah, like, like for, for Shishio to be having this mindset of the strongest rules and stuff like that, like, when when Kenshin goes to Sizen to, like, learn the final lesson uh, of, uh, of their style, and uh, he's like, oh, I guess you're okay. You know, I, may, maybe to them you're strong. But, you know, <laughs> uh, to me... You're doing your best. Yeah. And that is not a man who will lie. Yeah. No, like... He has no reason to. No, he's that. Like, I actively don't believe Zizen would ever lie. Like, but he's also... But he's also that, like, hermitist, like, lives in the mountains. Like, he is there for... He is living his life for a purpose, which is to pass on um, uh, his style. And uh, the, the world around him doesn't matter to him. No. Um... Like it's actually a, a moment in the series. It's powerful, and it's it's really it's a fun moment when he does decide to go into um, uh, Kyoto to help protect it, just because Kenshin begged him to. And you get to see that like clearly he wouldn't have done this, but he has some degree of caring for his disciple. Yeah, like he does care about Kenshin to some degree. Not enough that he's gonna go out there and help Kenshin on that boat. No, no, it, <laughs> that's not his fight. Well, that's because. Well, literally, it's not his fight. Like he wants Kenshin to go and do that fight. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, also, it's like even even if Kenshin died, like, oh, what's what's Shishio gonna do? Blow up the ocean? No. <laughs> it's also gonna be like, all right, Shishio's taking over. He's killing everyone. I, my address is come get some lane. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and make B- some pottery. Ball drink means. sake. Fuck around and find out. It's like I'm gonna drink my sake. He's destroyed. Actually, that's all. Kenshin would have just had to say he intends to outlaw sake. So I should be like, where's this boat? <laughs> <laughs> Looks but, like she shows some size, size, he, and shoes. He would have, he would have, size would have re-isolated Japan. <laughs> but, uh, but like one of the things, like, like Kenshin does have some wacky characters, but it's during that, the Kyoto arc, where like, uh, one of the Ten Swords is this motherfucking giant. When we say giant, we mean bigger than buildings. Yeah, I, I mean like in the literal sense of a giant. And Sizen... <laughs> comically, casually defeats this guy. Uh, who was supposed to be one of the stronger of the Ten Swords. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, like on presents, on design, which oh, we, yeah. we haven't talked about designs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, we haven't talked about designs for any of these characters. Like, Gojo got the prettiest eyes in the fucking world. Like, he's only just wearing like an all black outfit. He's just wearing like a black outfit with a bandana over his eyes and yeah. still has like an extremely Gojo looks iconic like he's about to get up early in a crisp February morning and go <laughs> running with his altitude mask. <laughs> um... But yeah, Sizen has one of my favorite designs in Kenshin. Um, like, plus just like his place in the lore and the legacy of it. Like, uh, strong number four. Still regret Yami not being on this list a little bit, but I'm standing by hey, what I stand by. Actually, thinking about Kenshin now, honorable mention to Anji the Destroyer. Oh, that's a good I knew, one. I knew that was going to get you, yeah. I don't remember who that is. Uh, the guy who taught but, Sana the Fukai no Kiwamu. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good mentorship relationship. Like, that turns all of the things ahead. That's a really good, weird mentor rival, like... Oh, yeah. That's a good honorable mention. It's just such a condensed part of that series, I wouldn't count. Yeah. Right, number three, Pat? Uh, my number three is uh, Jiraiya, also from uh, from Naruto. Um, I gotta tell you, Jiraiya's my number two, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jiraiya's not on my list. Uh, see, Jiraiya, he is, um, he is the, the frog sage of the three signing... Uh, he mentored uh, the fourth Okage, Naruto's father, and he also mentored uh, Naruto. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there, Pat. Just, what? just be honest with me. Is Orochimaru on this list as well for no. for sponsor no. <laughs> for mentoring Sasuke? No. If you just put all three Sasuke on this list. Jiraiya's the last Sani on my list. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Why not put Orochimaru? He's a great member of the PTA. <laughs> If we if, if if we were going anime PTAs or anime parents, <laughs> oh my god! If we did top five anime parents, it was just like yeah, Rochimaru. Have you seen him with Mitsuki? He's delightful. Yeah, or all of Mitsuki's other clones. Are there other clones? Yeah. Oh, Mitsuki is the first. We could Mitsuki. do top ten anime parents. Yeah. Uh, that's actually not a, a terrible list because it's an interesting one. Because there's also honestly. <laughs> not many contenders for good anime parents. At least, well, at least not in the well, not in the shows well, we watch. <laughs> this is favorite, not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, actually, I'm trying to think. I mean, we all agree. Like Midoriya's mom is just like yes, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Midoriya's mom makes that list easily. I mean, I thought you were gonna say Shao Tucker. I was gonna hit you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was just thinking. Him, like, wow. I would love to watch that list and just see, like, Midoriya's mom be like, who'd she drop? Oh, she dropped bodies. <laughs> like, this was a single survivor. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, this is Jiraiya. Yes. We're, we're, we're supposed to be doing mentors. Um, yeah, uh, Jir- like, Jiraiya. Also, great mentor to Pain. Yeah. Actually, a great mentor. Yeah, yeah. Ten... Rules are in. All of his, uh, all of his uh, mentees became successful ninjas. Not even that. Like all of his mentees became powerful world changers and like took his lessons to heart and believed him. Sure. Uh, and only not... and only one of them wasn't born with a game breaking superpower. Yeah. And like Nagato, like sure he became this world strong villain, but only after like the world saw that boy and went, oh that's. Let's weaponize that. Like, Jiraiya literally stepped on a landmine, didn't know it was a landmine, started tweaking it into the most powerful bomb he could, and then took his foot off. Well, he also very conspicuously left it where anyone could step on it. 
He didn't take it with him. The landmine metaphor is starting to fall apart. No, he he couldn't have taken them with him. If he took those kids... How with that attitude? No, no. If he had taken the... During that time period, if he had tried to take those kids with him to the Leaf Village, they get killed, or worse, they get put into root. Eh. Jiraiya did the most humane option he could. Because Orochimaru would have been like, I've seen that boy's eyes. I would have looked at that boy's eyes. Hey, Jiraiya, why don't you go on a vacation? I'll babysit. (laughs) I'm a great member of the PTA. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, also get, but the, the, one of the things that gets him on, on my list is for his mentor, mentorship of Naruto Uzumaki. Um, he basically influences uh, all of Naruto's uh, fighting that he does from when he meets Jiraiya to when the series ends. Um, you know, Nar- like Nar- Naruto, like his his the Kamehameha of that show is the Rasengan. Yeah, uh, it is because of Jiraiya that Naruto throws Rasengan's like right hands. See, I won't even say it's like Kamehameha because the Kamehameha. I mean, that, yeah. is, that is Naruto's iconic move. No, it's not, I'm not saying it's an iconic move, but the Kamehameha is one thing. Naruto does not just throw Rasengan's. Naruto is like, well, I have a paperclip and a rubber band, and I've now MacGyvered it into a railgun. <laughs> and that is what he does with Rasengan. He goes, I am good at one thing. I make Chakra go spin, spin, vroom. And now that spin, spin, vroom is a Tesla super truck. What? Yeah. yeah like, it's because of him that Naruto can throw planets at people and is now holding the world hostage. Uh, see. But yeah, so. He's not holding him hostage. He's mentoring the planet in the ways of peace. And just so we said before, sometimes a good mentor has to use the stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dry is great. Like, Dry. Not even that. The show literally goes out of its way to say that in-universe, a sage frog who can see the future gave a great prophecy that Jiraiya needed to be a mentor because a person he mentored would save the world. Like, fate itself said, you a good mentor. Go do that. And Jiraiya went, I'm a terrible mentor. I think I'm going to go sneak into the hot tubs and see Tsunade naked. And then while he was recovering in the hospital for several months, he was like, hmm, maybe I should learn to teach. (laughs) Which, honestly, just tells me he learned the wrong lesson. Honestly, I think that uh, uh, he never learned to teach because, like, Jiraiya, like, especially, like, in Naruto itself before you get to Shippuden, is a, kind of a terrible mentor to Nardo. He's teaching him lessons, but he's also teaching him very rote in yeah. the beginning. Uh, though, because, though, though we'll say... But he, he gets better. Yeah. Though we'll say he, there is a particular thing when teaching Naruto. Naruto doesn't learn like other people learn. Yes. Like, you, you kind of have to... Naruto's person, you gotta, you gotta sit him in a room with a bunch of Legos, and by the time you come back after about a week, he'll have built the Taj Mahal. But... Is, is that the, is that another name for uh, Rasengan? Yes. Well, here's another problem too. At that point, Jiraiya has taught two people: the fourth Hokage 
Well, and he, well, more, he's more, taught than, more, more than people. more than that. But I'm saying, but like the people he really well, mentored. Well, the reason I said because he also taught all of Nagato. He, he taught Nagato's friends as well. No, no, he did. But I'm saying who he mentored, who he set aside and put in that extra work, was Nagato and the Fourth Hokage. Both of those guys were prodigy geniuses, and Dry was able to be like. Here's the fundamental math equation to explain the universe. And the fourth Okage is like, oh, hey, it's wrong. Let me fix it. Nagato was able to be like, where we're going, we don't need eyes to see. But you have the best eyes ever. <laughs> Hypnototed people and just learned everything. The Renegon's stupid. That's yeah. my point. But like, so is like, all right. Because also, seemingly at that point, Jiraiya knows who Naruto is, knows he's the fourth Okage's son, and knows that yeah, he, like the first times we ever get clues that 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 uh, Nardo is the fourth Okage's son is because he mentions that Nardo looks like him. Yeah, and so Jiraiya at this point in his life goes, "All right, um, the people I cared about the most died horribly, and feels responsible for it somehow because in his head he's like, I know, like I'm supposed to meant like destiny said I'm supposed to have done this and done this, and instead." They die horribly, so he kind of views himself as cursed, not really wanting to teach Nardo. And even when he does, he's like, all right, I'll put in the work, see how this goes. I'll teach him the same way I did before, not realizing that, you know, Nardo has only half a brain and it's shoved up his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, like... Sad thing is, even Goku's a genius at fighting. Nardo ain't a genius at damn thing. <laughs> Rasengan, Megan. No. No. Rasengan uh, variations. Yeah, wh- once once he learned, he he, came, he became a master at Rasengan innovation. Yeah. No, uh, shadow clones. He's a genius with shadow clones. I mean, I mean, they're useless, but yeah, he's good at them. No, they're not. That's just, that is free smoke. No. <laughs> I'll argue the shit out of that. Like, go through them. Yeah, people body a lot of shadow clones. But the amount of times people get worked the fuck over by Shadow Clones in that series, and especially the amount of times people look shocked the second a Nardo Shadow Clone works over and that first punch connects and they get knocked back, and then there's another clone, and you see that look of shock on Sasuke's face, on Payne's face, on Madara, Obito. Every person Nardo's like, oh, I can't talk my way out of this fight? You about to catch hands. How many hands? I don't know. How many times can I cross my fingers? Like, they always have a look of shock on their face while they're getting their ass stomped. That is delightful. For about a second. No. And then they start 100v1-ing them. Until they don't. Like I said, like, they drop a lot of bodies. Bernardo puts them sink. The Uzumaki Barrage is goddamn terrifying. <laughs> he does a lot. He just stops calling it the Uzumaki Barrage. Like, oh, you, oh, you know, there, there's a thousand of them on the screen. One of them saying it was Mikey Barrage. <laughs> <laughs> like, and even, like, the dumb level, of, like, just craziness of, like, oh, I'm going to barrel of monkeys 30 Nardos to just swing Sasuke across this entire lake into a rock wall. Like, <laughs> did you have to call it the barrel of monkeys? It is literally just a it's barrel, a barrel of, monkeys. of monkeys. It's a barrel yeah. of monkeys, for sure. Yeah, a line, but he ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, like, listen, like, rewatching all of Nardo. Recently, like, really paying attention for a lot of the gimmicks and memes people made fun of them to be like, are they really that bad? I'm like, okay, 
there's a lot you can go for it, and when it's spread out and you're watching me doing, there's also just a lot of like that was art, <laughs> like Madrai like he also just taught Naruto like how to connect with people, like sure Naruto's already there a lot, but like the first person to like really really sit down with Naruto and just be like, I'm gonna treat you as like family, just hey let's just go sit down and have dinner together. Like, Aruka had done a lot of it, like... Yeah. But, like, having someone try to teach you, like... But Aruka... But Naruto was stronger than Aruka almost the second on Shadow Clone Jutsu. When I'm saying that, I'm saying... But, like, Aruka taught him human connection. Jiraiya taught him fam... Like, family. Yeah. Like, and having that, like... Which is what Naruto needed, more than anything. Naruto's power is the power of friendship and how much human connection can ground and empower you. Like, yeah, like, that's why Jiraiya was my number two, just because, like, he, he taught Naruto how to love. And as it turns out, when you have a nine-tailed fox in you, if you teach Naruto to love, you can teach that fox to love, and then you can teach Madara what an ass-whooping is. Oh, uh, Mike, Mike Guy had already taught him that lesson. Man, if Mike Guy had taken off his training weights... <laughs> 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 I choose to believe he didn't go to war with those on. I absolutely choose to believe he did. I, 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 he can't be that stupid. <laughs> oh, yes, he can. <laughs> All right, so you, you sold so us you, on Jiraiya. Yeah, so you're number three. Oh, my number three? Jared's already mentioned him. Is Dragon Ball Super Whis? I thought oh. you were gonna say Frieza. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, no, Whis. Um, Whis does not have that like same level of um. Just like, you know, like familial, like camaraderie mentorship that a lot of these people have. No. But like, but as far as actually being a good mentor, like being a good mentor is knowing this is what this person needs to grow. This is how to teach them. This is how to get the most out of them. Whis is amazing at that. Whis is the reason Beerus is the strongest destroyer god. Yeah. Yeah, like that is a just hard, indisputable fact. Beerus, out of all the Destroyer Gods, unless they pull something later, as of right now, is hands down the strongest Destroyer God of all of them. Even though he's not in the strongest universe. Yeah. Well, that's fine. The strongest universe is per average civilian. Yeah. <laughs> like, a couple of Yamchas can really skew that scale. <laughs> but, uh, like, we teaches Beerus. Knows exactly how to push Beerus. What buttons, where they need to go, like... Yeah. Beerus is a difficult destroyer god to manage. Him and Champa seem to also be, like, the most impulsive and difficult to handle. And the relationship you see with uh, the angels and all the other destroyers is kind of more of the destroyer god just choosing the direction and all this and all that. Um, uh, Whis and uh, Vados, uh, Champa and Beerus' angels, they are clearly just puppeteering their destroyer gods oh, yeah. the way they want them to. And he, he gives, he gives like, Beerus just enough chain that he doesn't realize he's on a chain. Yeah. Like, and the same thing with Goku and Vegeta. From the first time you see Weesh training both of them, Weesh just goes, these are all your faults. These are how to fix them. This is what you're doing wrong. And it's a lesson that has been a through line through all of Super. That that is exactly how they fight. That is their difference. That's why Vegeta can seemingly never catch up to Goku, 
Because he always sees what Goku does and tries to follow in that direction. And it doesn't work. Because yeah. Goku is figuring things out instinctively. That is not Vegeta. That's why now you have Ultra Ego and Ultra Instinct. And every single time they come up with some new crazy power or some new step, Whis just smirks and he's like, fucking took him long enough. Like, yeah. Whis knew it was coming, knew it was going to... Beerus is shocked by Ultra Instinct. Whis is just like, damn. Took him longer than I thought. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to go for... And everyone else is like, could this be? And Whis is just like, hey... Looks like I'm sticking around. Like, <laughs> all of the other angels. Who's got two thumbs and ain't about to get wiped from existence? This guy. None of the angels were going to be wiped from existence. But yeah. also, unlike all of the other angels, we seem to not want his universe to go. Like, because, you oh, know. Ryan, Ryan has an ongoing theory that the angels will be the final, 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 final villains uh, of all of Dragon Ball. Okay, it's not even Ryan. If you Google the Grand Magister, whatever his name is, for Dragon Ball Super, like, the first result is... He, he looks like a villain. Grand Magister. Villain? <laughs> and, like, the fact that all the units are being wiped out, most of the angels, when their universe gets deleted, are smirking? Yes. Whis, on the other hand, is legit like, no, fuck, like, I love my job, I love my universe, Bulma's got bitchin' food. To be sure, sure, his job does seem to be mostly perks. Yeah, like it seems to be awful. Like, Whis loves his job, and Whis is good at his job. Yeah. And once you've learned how to speak Beerus, you know, yeah, he becomes very manageable. Because that's the other thing. Beerus is food motivated. Beerus is a cat. Beerus is food motivated, and I 100% okay. believe. Okay, you use that as an excuse for Beerus. What is, what is the clown one motivated by? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Patrick, what's the clown one motivated by? <laughs> I don't know who the clown one is. No, there's just straight up one of the destroyer gods is just a clown. Yes. Full on, bright orange hair. Oh, see, I've, I've, only, I've only seen Beerus and Champa, so I thought they all looked like that. No. 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 Um, one of them is just like stereotypical Cleopatra. One of them is um, a fucking uh, soot spirit from... Uh, uh, Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are... They're one of them's a dragon. One of them's like... One of them's a robot yes. from the robot dimension. It's a whole dimension of robots? Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, basically, they're all like cyborg people, and then eventually you find out, no, there's actually a thing inside the robot. Yeah, see, Champa, uh, Fish Magoo, Clown. <laughs> the, oh, the Clown is the destroyer god of Jiren's dimension. Yes. The most serious dimension with the heroes for justice fighting against evil has destroyer god clown. I mean, that being said, the, 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 the pride troopers aren't that serious. Yeah, they are. They got Ginyu poses. Yeah, but they're also, like, the most serious, like, people about, like, no, we fight for justice and go, and, like, they're the most heroic. Like, one of them is, like, has, like, big hamburger helper hands. Okay, we ain't gonna shit talk top. No, yeah, like you don't shit talk top. Frieza did. No, Frieza opened his mouth, <laughs> and then he found out the bigger the hand, the harder the slap. <laughs> top went destroyer god and said, "Hey Frieza, what the five fingers say to the hand? What, bitch?" <laughs> Frieza learned respect for at least one person in that tournament. <laughs> he may have shit talked Jiren because he was tired, but but like destroyer gods, all that like. You imagine Weiss is just like Beerus is food motivated, but it's because honestly I believe Weiss trained him to be. Yeah, 
Because even if they're going and getting food stuff. Well, well the first thing that, that Beers does when he wakes up is Feast prepares him a meal. Yeah. And when they're and on Weiss. these... Po- feast prepares him a meal. Yeah. <laughs> Weiss prepares a meal. Weiss prepares uh, a feast. Uh, when they go to Earth and all that, Weiss is always the one pushing for new foods. He Like, Beers gets upset because Weiss goes there without him. Like, Weiss is clearly like, no, this is... For- this is Universe Seven is for Weiss. Yeah, we almost <laughs> lost uh, in uh, what Battle for the Gods uh, because uh, Weiss had had the pudding, and Beerus saw the pudding and was like, "Oh, I want pudding." And then uh, <laughs> went to go get pudding, and Boo had all of the pudding. Oh, those lines were Soot Spirit, Cleopatra, Foxy Love. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the Destroyer Gods. Robot, which also, when I say robot, I mean Chrono Trigger robot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that that is that is literally just that is robot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, God, I love Toriyama. <laughs> Toriyama don't give a fuck. Uh, that, so that, like, that, you're that just is... reusing designs. Yeah, fuck you. What you gonna do about it? Here's Trunks. Here's Angelo from uh, Dragon Quest Eight. Here's this guy. What the fuck are you gonna do? Watch my content. That's what. Yeah, Weiss is great. I, I want more development for all that. Like, I'm looking forward to whenever the angels do go rogue, evil, something. Because I want to see Whis let loose. Because they've also just straight up established that um, Whis is in a level of power that dwarfs everything else. Because Whis can just mud stomp the shit out of Beerus. Like, yeah. Beerus has said so. Beerus is the strongest destroyer god. I have to assume Whis is one of the strongest angels. Because if you if you send an out an angel to keep each one of these destroyer gods in check, you got to give the best of the best. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So that's mine. Is Weiss. All right. So your number three, uh, Jared. Uh, Genkai from Yu Yu Hakusho. Genkai's my number one. Okay. You know what? Then I'm gonna I'll I'll, I'll wait and we can share that one together. Um. Uh. Okay. I I just wanted to say that like uh, like. I love Genkai, um, but um, it's the problem of Yu Hakusho and everything written by the guy that does Yu Hakusho. Um, uh, Yoshiro Takashi. Yeah. Um, that, like, if if everything ended with the Dark Tournament, like, Genkai would probably be my number one, but because the series <clears throat> continues on after that, and as much as I love Yu Hakusho, it's weaker after that. Yes. It, it never hits the highs of the Dark Tournament again. Um, it never has, like, drastic, drastic lives. Yeah, Sensibi was fun, but it, it wasn't as good as Dark Tournament, and then the Three Kings saga was kind of weak. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, the, the, her role as mentor into what happens within Dark Tournament, and, like, her past with Togoro being such an integral part of that whole story, like, um, turned this character from being just, like, what could have been a simple anime, uh, mentor into just something much, much greater, but we'll, we can get to that when we get to number one. Okay. Uh, see, my number two, um, uh, I'm picking uh, Evangeline, a.k.a. McDowell, uh, who is Negi's mentor in Mahalo Sensei Negma. <laughs> <laughs> you, you squeezed it, you squeezed Negma in there after all, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, she's on there because, uh, honestly, she changed the genre of the manga. It was kind of just a, it was kind of just love Hina in a school, uh, you know, and uh, for those first nine chapters. Then she shows up and is like, oh, we're doing action manga now. Um, you know, uh, in the in the story, she is a, they call her a vampire, even though, like, I've never seen her drink blood. Um, 
but basically just means that she is an immortal, magically powerful being. Um, She's your immortal, magically powered um, girl that it's okay to want to fuck because she's actually hundreds of years old, even though she looks like she's nine. Nope, nope, still not okay. Because she (laughs) acts like she's nine. That's, That's so true. I'm not gonna name names. I was, I was also, I was also gonna say, don't name names. <laughs> don't name names. But say, don't. We can say that it's definitely not Vaughn. I wasn't even gonna name him. It's not him. <laughs> it's not. But I feel like if we don't shout out Vaughn in an episode, we're doing him dirty. Yeah. Um. So it's not Vaughn. He does listen to them all. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, also it's like there, there are people amongst the audience who know this person, and I don't need him judged unfairly. Yeah, because it is a joke. He doesn't actually love kids. No. He just really loves manga that sexualizes weird, young, but they're actually 500-year-old characters. Yeah, that's a... I'm going to put that... They also love slice-of-life stuff, which is actually a really weird, common slice-of-life gimmick, too. Trope, like, eh, it's a weird slice-of-life manga. Here's this nine-year-old girl who's actually 800, and she just wears thongs all the time yeah that's unsettling um but anyway uh f- for uh but now we have an excuse e- to tag vaughn and vaughn go why y'all tag me because he always asked me before this is the episode <laughs> and uh and now i get to have that fun of fucking with him all right uh but yeah so but eva um she after she beats you know Negi's ass from banner to bedpost for basically 12 hours um, that's not an exaggeration. It shouldn't uh, be. No, no, because the ass whooping starts at six o'clock. It ends at six a.m. <laughs> uh, she, he, he then realizes, oh, to accomplish my goals, I need to be a little bit better at combat magic. Um, so he goes and studies under her through copious use of uses of blackmail. Um, but she pretty much. Builds Negi into the character that he that he needs to be for 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 the the story. Um, by the by the end of it, she has built him up where he is kind of the magical Superman for his setting, and he still hasn't still hasn't over overcome her. Oh wow! Yeah, um, like even it's like, I just realized, wasn't part of the plot to the show eventually that like. They're actually on Mars, and Mars is just a magic copy of another planet, or they stole all their magic from Mars. Is involved somehow, right? Yes. Uh, Mar- Mars is Mars is involved. Trace amounts of time travel are involved. Um, yeah, it, it. The plot of Negama gets convoluted. I just couldn't remember if I was thinking of John Carpenter or Negama. No. And that is a really fucked up there, statement. There are at least three Martian wars that are relevant to the plot of Negma <laughs> and UQ Holder. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I want I wanted I wanted to make, make mention of her her as my number two, because um, also she meant she mentors pretty much the entire cast, um, because she's old enough and powerful enough to do so. Um, so moving on to your number two, Ryan. Your number two is Jiraiya, right? Yeah, it's Jiraiya, yeah. the pervy frog sage. Was there anything left on the table you needed to mention? Um, nah, not really. We've hit a lot of Naruto characters on here, and uh, I feel bad because I put mine like higher than most of y'all did. Um, 
uh, without being, I think, nearly as passionate about it. But my number two is Kakashi. All right. Mm-hmm. Kakashi Hadake. Um, uh, well, one of the things I like about Kakashi is that Kakashi is a failed mentor. Yeah. Like, because he gets introduced as their teacher slash potential mentor, and he tries to mentor Sasuke. Like, Sasuke is definitely the person he takes the most under his wing. Yes. Um, but what the but as the series goes on, you kind of learn that it's a little bit less about like him taking Sasuke under his wing to like actually steer this boy correctly, and it's actually like like Kakashi kind of has some own, his own like selfish motivations for it with like getting over his own past and his own trauma. Yeah. And um, he latches on to Sasuke because he sees Obito in him. Yeah. I mean, eventually he'll see, like, Naruto, uh, Obito and Naruto, but then he just starts seeing Obito and everywhere. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> all Obitos. That's because... Oops, all Obitos. I 100% believe Obito spent a good bit of his time just kind of appearing in the corner of Kakashi's eye and then fading out. Oh, and haunting him? Yes. Um, just like Rin haunts him. But, uh... Not, not, uh, not, not. Obito you know, be- became uh, a lot less sympathetic when you realize how much of a simp he was. A man ended the world over pussy he never got. I would 100% believe that was actually a developing relationship that would have gone somewhere. Because everything in their background showing their interactions show Rin also actively liking him and wanting to pursue that and just kind of waiting for Obito to speak the fuck up. And then, you know... Now that being Tragedy. said, Kakashi also saw himself in Sasuke. Like, but yes. between between the uh, the four, like the fourth team, were they Team Seven? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're all Team Seven. Okay, yeah. every team that mattered was Team Seven. Ah, uh, well, for the fourth Team like, Seven, Kakashi like, was their Sasuke. Like Kishimoto tells the same story relationship cyclically. It's like poetry; it rhymes. But uh, but like so like it. Hopefully it's no time soon, but should George Lucas ever pass, I'm going to find his grave and I'm going to chisel on there. It's like poetry and rhymes. <laughs> um, but so like, especially for someone because I have I've never uh, like actually watched or read the end of uh, Shepherdim. I never actually finished the series. Uh, I collected the manga up to the pain arc, and uh, I didn't even watch the anime that far. Um, but I've been. I live with Ryan, and uh, as if if you think he's talking a lot on the podcast, uh, God help you. Um, so, uh, so I know everything that happens, and um, and I've also seen like uh, like the final fight between like him and Obito, uh, which is like one of the best fucking anime fights yeah. in history. Um, and uh, also, that's not anywhere close to their final fight. I thought it was, oh my god, does the series drag out from there? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Hell, it, that fight drug out in the games. In, <laughs> in Ultimate Storm 4, that that fight took, felt like it took me an hour. Because you had to fight, and then you had to flashback fight. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, but, so, for me, especially, like, uh, I got in... F- not the earliest. You two were definitely into Naruto long before I was, especially with the original. Because they were called Ninja Storm back then. Uh, no. what were, I don't remember what they were called before they became. They were just Ninja Ultimate Storm. Ninja. Were they just Ultimate Ninja? Yeah. Because that, like, that was the PlayStation one. The uh, GameCube one was called something else. 
Yeah. But, I mean, y'all would pick that up, and then we would, like, listen to music while playing those games. Yeah. And that was, like, really, like, my first, like, having to pay attention somewhat to it. It was, like, in the first game, like, I think it doesn't go... It's, like, in the middle of the tuning exam, I think the, the unlockable character was, like, Curse Mark Sasuke. Yes. Yeah. Um, Curse Mark Naruto and Curse Mark Sasuke. No. Curse Mark Sasuke, Nine Tails Naruto. Yeah. Those um, are the words. Those are the correct words. Yeah, and uh, so through that, I, I started to come in, and that's when I started collecting the manga. But, like, so when, when you come into it, and even then, that's not super far in the series. It's only, like, 20, 30 episodes. Um, like, Kakashi comes in as cool guy mentor. Like, they keep trying to get, like, one up on him, especially in the early, like, more comedic, more Dragon ball out type shit they're doing in the beginning of it. Oh, like, that Bell's test is a thing that has stood the test of time, and it's still, like, something that, honestly, I wish more shows would just rip Part and parcel. Just have that be a test. It's like, all right, here's you three. First, your mentor. Because it allows you to, when you skip forward ahead in time, and they get to repeat that test, you to really get a sense of growth. Because Kakashi got his ass whooped. He got scared. <laughs> he got scared. <laughs> he, almost, he almost died. Um, uh, but, uh... But yeah, um, but even then, like, there's that moment, uh, like, where you get of Kakashi, like, when he ties down Sasuke, and Sasuke's like, I'm gonna murder the person closest to you, because he's such a little edgelord, and then Kakashi's like, well, there's no one, there is no one close to me. They're all dead already. They're all dead already. Get the fuck over it. You're not the only one with trauma, you whiny little cunt. He does not say that. He says it with a little... With no, a little, like, maybe if he had Kaka- Sasuke to learn Kakashi- the goddamn lesson. No, no, he says no. it with, a little, with his little Kakashi half-smile. Um... His little sad boy smile that Kakashi has. There's a lot of sections of the show where I can empathize with Sasuke. But okay, that is not one of them. So uh, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't. You know, shit talk the uh, then twelve year old with heavily unprocessed trauma. No. All right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but and especially shouldn't be. Especially shouldn't be the then twenty six year old also with unprocessed trauma. Um, but then, like, as the, as the series goes on, and you kind of see that, like, oh, this this mentor that... Because he's kind of treating both of them, for the most part, equally, until you get to the tuning exam, and then Kakashi fucks off with Sasuke. Yeah? And to introduce Naruto to Jiraiya, which is no, one of the great... He didn't introduce him to Jiraiya. Yeah. No, no, I don't, I don't mean that. I meant the story to do it. Okay, yeah. I, I meant the say. story to introduce no, him no. to Jiraiya. <laughs> and then they go looking for Sonate, which is ultimately becomes, um... Uh, Sakura's, yeah. um, but like that's all on the the that all that all is on the precipice of the fact that like uh, Kakashi chose one of his students and then ultimately fails him horrifically. No, uh, Sasuke failed Kakashi. Kakashi did everything right. No, Kakashi he did, did everything he could. Yeah, he, he he tried, but he just he ultimately wasn't that guy. And well, I'm gonna say no one was that guy. That doesn't make it not a failure. Yeah, um, I mean, but like you, you failed as an impossible. Same as I wouldn't have. Yeah. I wouldn't have listed Orochimaru at like even though all the Sonin take them under their wings. Orochimaru at best is a teacher to Sasuke. Yes, like he taught Sasuke shit. Yeah, Sasuke but, doesn't go back to Orochimaru. No, no. Orochimaru is not a mentor. He's like a gentle lover <laughs> and a great member of the PTA. <laughs> Uh, that's what I want on my tombstone. <laughs> great member of the PTA. <laughs> gentle lover and a great member of the PTA. Look, Orochimaru was inside that 12-year-old way earlier than anyone else. But... Just keep that in mind. Sasuke's curse mark is an entire copy of Orochimaru. 
He was inside that boy for three years. Anywho's let's. Um, so that's like, so while he's not the best, and this isn't a thing of like the best mentor, otherwise we'd probably be more, more combative over it. Um, I, I have a true appreciation yeah, no, for okay. failure. Fa- failure has a big part in stories. Because yeah. it also motivated Kakashi to do more. And like Kakashi still like stayed a mentor, but also he honestly, at that point he kept like Kakashi knew when to delegate after that. Yeah. Kakashi yeah. like. He, Every, he, he, he was he was he eventually he became more somebody to I got connections I can go and find someone to teach you this yeah, yeah. like uh, Kakashi and also Kakashi actually does come back with the most clutch idea because Kakashi is going oh I can't teach these kids the way they need to be taught Sakura is doing great with Tsunade she's safe Naruto needs help I can't teach Naruto. Because I look at something, immediately figure it out, and know what to do. That will never be Naruto, even if there's a button that says push to turn on lights, and I tell him <laughs> to turn on the lights, Naruto won't process Well, that. he's going to be... He'll eat that light bulb. Well, no, he's going to be looking for a switch, because that's how lights work. Uh, there, there are buttons for lights. Not in the Leaf Village. Here's the thing. So, Kakashi goes... But I do know how the shadow clones work, and I'm and I'm betting Naruto ain't figured it out yet. So, I will explain that to him. Like, hey, this works. This and you have bullshit powers. Here's the thing: I thought it would be cool if I could do it, but I know I couldn't. And that's how you get all the shadow clones, like a billion of them, learning to do a technique. Yeah, because uh, he basically approaches it the way you know you you throw a, a million monkeys in a room with typewriters, and eventually you'll get Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. That's, and, how, that's how Naruto's learning works. And it works. And, like, that is still a good quality of mentor to, like, understand his own shortcomings as a teacher. Yeah. And, like, he gets Nagato. He gets Jiraiya. I mean, he gets other people from other villages to be like, hey, go talk to him. Like, Kakashi's the one who convinces Killer B to go talk to Naruto. Like. Yeah. Um, like I said, like, um, it's, it's because, like, his failure as the, init- as the initial teacher. But, like, also, he's. Um, another thing I mentioned, like, because I mentioned, like, you know, how the 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 other players will always outstrip their mentor. Kakashi gets outstripped, yeah, because he's not as powerful as they are. Yeah, but Kakashi knows what he can do, and he can operate with inside the limits of that oh, more effectively I than would anybody. Honestly, else. say probably out of almost any ninja in the show, Kakashi is the most skilled person in the yeah. show. Yeah, because he has to be. Yeah, like. Kakashi got shitty jeans. Hey man, the, he, got, he got normal jeans. I was like, no. don't discount his dad. No, no. Uh, Kakashi's oh, got. I was like, if you remember, you can't kind of discount his dad. Yeah. It is his greatest shame. That's that. No, Kakashi has shitty genetics. Kakashi mentions having small chakra potential. Yes. Everyone else. Yeah. It's actually one of the things that makes you think that he might take Sakura under his wing in the beginning of the series is when he notices how quick she is to pick up stuff, and he's like. He was like, if I was to compare myself chakra-wise to any of these, I'm closest to Sakura. I don't have the wells that Sar- that Naruto and, Sak- and Sasuke have, so I have to learn how to manage it very specifically, like Sakura will. And even like hit like Kakashi's peers, like he has less chakra than them. No one else runs out of chakra in that series. Quite like as Kakashi often. as yeah. Sasuke. Like like, like the, the, their first the first big villain arc is is the Zabaza arc. 
and they talk about like how after they got back, Kakashi basically had to rest for a month. Yeah. yeah, like that is a constant thing with him. Kakashi like honestly has kind of bad genetics when it which comes is, to as far which, as which is stuff. also just you know reading it and watching it is the thing that terrified me once he started fighting higher qual- higher caliber villains. Yeah, but he still does amazing because Kakashi like is skilled because he learns I have I have eight hours of battery life. I'm using all these techniques to fight these villains who have 800 hours and, you know, oh, my Kamui uses up an hour and a half each time I use it. Or I put it through this, like, you know, tiny funnel and now I'm getting multiple uses out of it by pinpoint targeting nails. Like, yeah, like, Kakashi does not have a lot to work with, so he learned to work it well. And that's... All right, so on to number one. Uh, my my number one was uh, is uh, Genkai from uh, Yu Hakusho. Yep. Um, you know she's old, Yusuke. She is. Well, she's no, uh, she is until she isn't. Yeah. Well, she's she she is old, crotchety. Uh, you know, you know, Mister Miyagi. Yes. Um, like she 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 lives up on the mountains. She is such a good psychic that Spirit World was like. We need to make sure that her techniques get passed on properly, so they, um, they so they send their operative. Uh, in a series that is pretty much just all tournament arcs, uh, or at least some type of competitive arc. Yeah. Um, like Genkai's uh, first little like tournament is, uh, I think it's the first one in the series because they don't do like the Demon World. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the it's the first of what yeah it's the first of what could be considered a tournament arc. Because, um, I mean, it's a, it's a competition yeah. at the very least. Um, and that's when you start getting into some of the... Because, like, like, Gear Hawks had already been, like, wild and crazy by this point. Um, but it was uh, it was kind of the first part where you had where you started to get more action, action. show yeah. uh, uh, vibes from it. Uh, before then, it was kind of just, you know, weird thing of the week while Yusuke was a ghost. And the way she's introduced by being this old crotchety woman, we're like, one of the, one of the people that's... that's uh, participating in the hermit clearly just wants to learn her techniques and kill her and she's just like that's fine as long as my techniques get passed out I don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> and, uh, and, and and that's almost a verbatim quote yeah and uh, so like it ends up putting those stakes on like Yusuke and them to be like oh no like I want this like cause Yusuke hadn't really had to push himself cause like uh, he kind of had that thing that Inidori has now where he was just always the best at everything yeah um, and, uh, this is the first time he actually had to, like, struggle. And, you know, she actually brings that up while training him. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you've been, you've been served talent on a silver platter and, you know, now you're actually having to push. That's why you're struggling. Yeah. Um, so, That's get cool off, ba- so, so get off your cool ass. I has got cool shit in you right now. Yeah, so get off your ass, dimwit. <laughs> um, like, you know, I, it, it, it's, it, it, it also, you know, if you're if you're watching a show dubbed, it will result in a bit of cognitive dissonance because the voice actor for uh, Genkai is also the voice act- actor for Frieza. Yes, and the original voice yeah, actor. For yeah, Frieza. the original voice actor for Frieza. Um, Ryan's number one. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. I used well, to I used to know it off the top of my head. Oh, well, then Greg Ayers. Yeah. I miss you, Ayers. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like she is. 
always at least a little, at least somewhat relevant. She she doesn't really fall into being a off screen character. Yeah. Um. Like I mean, she she one hundred steals the Jackie Chun like thing that Dragon Ball does. Oh yeah, uh, you know, disguising disguise the masked fighter. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like even after uh, Sensui, when Yusuke is the he at that point in the show, he is the strongest thing on Earth. Yes. Um, Earth can barely contain his might. Yeah. Uh, he goes to her to go, okay, what the hell do I even do with all this power I've accumulated? Um, you know, how, how do I, how do I not become a Sensui? Um, and she has to Because he saw the tape. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Well, he didn't, he never watched Chapter Black. I, I didn't, I thought no. he did. He, he knew what it contained. The only person okay. that watched all of Chapter Black was Sensui himself. Yeah, okay. And he watched that shit on a loop. Yeah. Um. But the thing was called Chapter Black? Yeah. Yep. He just watched the Yu Yu Hakusho version of Bible Black and then it turned him evil? No, the Chatter Black was a, it was a VHS tape uh, that recorded literally all, all of, of mankind's, mankind's worst, uh, worst things we've ever done. Yeah. I just said Bible Black. You didn't have to <laughs> reiterate it. And he just, you know, it, it, like imagine imagine now watching like the worst parts of like 4chan or 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 or, <laughs> or InfoWars, and, and just watching that on loop over and over again. Just watching JJ or Jameson for eight hours straight. Shut up! I, 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 <laughs> Don't I, hurt me. It, it offends me that you call it, that you that you say that about JJ. I mean, um, and you're not inaccurate. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so but so she so she's mine because she's also. Also, you know, just she was kind of the first example I'd ever seen of like the of of a female character in a shonen actually being relevant, relevant for action sequences. Yeah, because at the time, women did not hold their own. Yeah, no, like you know, and and you know, and it was like, yeah, I'm I'm not, not only am I rooting for, I wouldn't mind see, I wouldn't mind seeing a story arc with just that was told from Genkai's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Just her when she was when she was younger, traveling around with Tagoro. Yeah. I don't want to see, see those parts. Yeah, I, I, they don't gotta fuck. Yeah. Also, I don't, also, I'm ass, I'm assuming Tagoro fought very differently before he became Big Muscle Demon. Tagoro just still grosses me. Like his design, his everything about his proportions grosses me out. So that's very fair. Yeah. And also, no. Why remind me they even fuck? That's like watching a mastiff mount a chihuahua. <laughs> I mean, that's... He wore her as a condom, Jerry. <laughs> he, he had to put tape over her so she didn't explode. <laughs> Before Ginkai became a teacher, she had to learn to become a fleshling. Oh, both of you can go to hell. Um, who's your number one, Ryan? My number one, surprising no one, is Komagi from Hunter x Hunter. The little blind girl? Taught the Chimera Ant King to love. <laughs> I, I'm being a smart ass. <laughs> oh. Pat, Pat's dizzy. Pat's falling over. I've broken. He's, he's on the mat. <laughs> One. <laughs> two. Let's uh, see. Was nobody going to shake to make sure I didn't swallow my tongue? Nope. <laughs> if you die, we, we were gonna you listen. die. <laughs> Okay, oh. Drago. Who's <laughs> your actual? No, I thought if you're midway through, and I was like, "Oh, I should have made her as honorable mention." So I've been waiting to actually uh, mention as an honorable mention, Komagi from Hunter X Hunter. 
Oh, uh, because the last time we talked about Hunter x Hunter, I had not finished through the Chimera Ant arc. Oh, you finally did? Oh, yeah. I cried like a bitch because uh, that show came out of nowhere with the feels. Come, come again. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, yeah. So, uh, for a weird mentor relationship of someone who is mentoring someone who is always below them in power, Coming and the Ant King have a weird mentor-mentee relationship of her teaching him how to be a person. I would say she's more of a friend. Yeah. Yeah. But you, no, you, no, just no. Wanted to, you just want to talk about her a little bit. Yeah. Because you love her. And, uh, no, no, my number one is Cora Sensei from Assassination Classroom. Uh, Mr. Octopus, Mr. Tentacles, uh, the best yellow wriggly little thing ever, but it was tentacles all along. Uh, Google best anime mentors, you will get one of two results, Koro or Jiraiya. It's why they're my number one and my number two. Uh, Koro Sensei... Because Ryan can't think for himself, he got to pick from a list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Koro Sensei's hey, great. Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault Ryan for going to a list. Uh, I, I had to do two as well. I didn't pull completely, like, I didn't pick them in order. Oh, I didn't pick them in order. I needed it to refresh my memory because I've seen a lot of anime over the years. No, when Jared said uh, mentors, I was like, all right, Koro's my number one. Like, Koro, like, Koro Sensei at, like... Like, I was the same way. I, like, Koro Sensei like, being a mentor is the point of the show. It's the whole point of the show. Yeah. Literally every episode is dedicated to him being a mentor to a different child... In being a mentor in exactly the way that child needed to be. In connecting with them all on a different level. He is not just the same person. He connects with them all in their own interests. Incentivizes their interests. Helps them with it. And even like in the final episode. Like after he's been dead for years. They're all grown up and adults. Like they died and were like. Hey we got like a billion dollars each. Because of you know we were being paid to kill him. He did. We technically did it. We got the money. We bought the mountain the school was on so we could maintain the school as a shrine. And now, like, for our, like, anniversary, like, five, six-year anniversary, we're coming back just to take care of the school and maintain it and update it purely in honor of the memory of him. Like, and not because, like... And then they drop a nuke on it. No. Why? No, I mean, the nations of the world. No! There are too many problems that are there. It's it's a bumpkin ass school on top of a mountain, filled with super assassins. Oh no, none of those kids are super assassins. None of them. None of them. None of them became assassins. Okay, they are just very specifically highly trained. They just have special skills. (laughs) Yes, Nagas, the little main character, literally finishes out with like being like, and then I grew up and finally hit a growth spurt and became tall and was respected as a teacher. I wish. He still looks the same height. He's still small. They send him to the super delinquent school. And they're like, all right, all right. basically he's neggy sized in a school full of high school murder delinquents. That's a shame because eventually Neggy does grow. Oh, no, he is still neggy sized. And he's like, all right, everyone, I'm your new teacher. Sit down. And they're just like, yeah, we're not going to fucking do that. And he goes, no, sit down. I have to teach. He goes, you don't get it. You keep bugging us. We'll kill you. And he's like, oh, kill? You want to kill me? He's like, yeah, what you gonna do? Like, starts to walk towards him, and then he just wriggles up his ass like a snake to put his, like, fingers right inside of his jugular and kind of, like, paralyze him. He goes, I'm your teacher, and if you want to kill me, you have all year to do it. 
but until you succeed, you will sit down and you will learn. And they're all like, okay. Goes, all right, good. Now I'm going to start teaching on this. You have a full year to try and kill me. So yes, they are more trained than you'd expect. But, I mean, sure, what of the kids can technically still see at the speed of sound? Drop the fucking <laughs> bomb. <laughs> but also, some of the kids are like cured cancer at this point. And? Those kids are the best thing for the world. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, it's like, sometimes salvation must be force fed. Are you you're taking the magneto stance on it? None of them are magneto. Literally, one of the kids, like the one who's the most leader, Karma, who is the most seemingly likely to take all his skills and lessons and try to rule the world. His job goal, and when they mention like, yeah, I want to be a mid-level bureaucrat, and they're like, what? He goes, yeah, that's where all the real power is. You don't have to deal with all the actual in-the-public politics. You just kind of make decisions from the background, live a comfortable life, good six-figure salary, go to work, go home, still make changes. And they're like, what do you want to be? And it's like the class delinquent. I want to be a politician. I'm like, oh, yeah, you'd be a great puppet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, none of these kids have aspirations of bad things. They're all great kids. Yeah, Why? See, he because says, Koro he, Sensei was a wonderful mentor and taught these children well. See, he says mid-level, mid-level bureaucrat. All I'm seeing is Senator Armstrong from Revengeance. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that required being a public figure. Like, like I said, Koro just—he teaches all these kids. He teaches, you know, the people around the kids. He inspires others to be teachers. Like, it, he's a great mentor. Like. It's all written in the whole, you know, crust of the show. If you write a whole series about a guy needing to be a great mentor and teacher, yeah, he has to be. Right. So sure, this is kind of just like a, well, duh, type yeah. selection, but it's beautiful. Like, there's just some of those episodes that are just fun. Like, you can show a lot of those episodes out of context to someone and just be like, oh, hey, you like baseball? Here's the baseball episode. Like, you like this? Here's this one. Like, funny. Alright. So did we do your number one? We did not. My number one is uh my, my favorite mentor in, in anime is uh currently uh Shoto Ozawa. Oh, Eraserhead. I have a very strong love of Shoto Ozawa from um, My Hero Academia. Okay. I want you to know, before we continue, in my head uh-huh. I because I don't think of him as Shoto Ozawa. Um uh so I just think Aizawa or Eraserhead. So when you said Shoto, Shota, Shota, yeah, I went to Shoto, Todoroki. That picture Todoroki, and then I was like, oh, Todoroki's not a mentor. Do him and his dad have the same first name? And then I went to Endeavor, and I was like, did Jared just say in front of me that Endeavor was his favorite mentor in all of anime? Does that work? I'm like, well, he does love fire people. That could be a possibility. That could actually be a thing he just said in front of me. I'm about to slap the shit out of Jared. <laughs> <laughs> All of that went through my brain before Patrick went, erase your head, and I was like, oh, that is a much better option. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, so, you're welcome, Jared. I saved from a slap. <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah. Um, uh, same as, you know, uh, ostensibly... Like, Assassination Classroom 
is revolves around Koro Sensei and uh, and it is a classroom setting. The same can really be said for most of like My Hero Academia as well. The whole series seems to be only going to be taking place uh, from what it seems like during Deku's first year at uh, the academy. <laughs> Patrick, uh, wide eyed, nodding his head because I'm caught up. Yeah, have they uh, done a time skip or something? No. Uh, time not not in what you would consider a time skip. They time skip like, but they a always mu- a, they a always month that, or two. Yeah, okay. like, like between every arc, it's always like a yeah. couple of weeks to a month or something like that. Yeah, like chronologically, we would be approaching the end of his first year. Yeah, you know, like I, I know it's the show very much does everything doesn't happen day to day to day. But no, there's not a lot of time between them. Yes, yeah, so um, your point. Aizawa is. He's a teacher. Yeah, he's he supposed is to be a good the, he teacher. Is their teacher for their class. And one of the things I like about it is it's more of like, I guess I kind of also personally like how he teaches the kids, which is um, it's mostly hands off while also giving them the help that they need in the areas they need, while not necessarily always being the um, like. Uh, he doesn't always like go in himself and do it, because because they have the whole faculty to work with. Like he's good at doing at uh, at delegating things to people. It's it's, kind of, it's very similar to Kakashi because there are very similar characters in oh, general. Yes. Um, well, also just do the fact that you know it's a it's a it's a superhero show. You're dealing with a wide range of powers. He's not going to be the best person to teach every student. Well, yeah. and also, Aizawa's powers aren't that strong. And that was one of the things I was going to say is that and like they're actually amazingly powerful. Are, are they? Actually, yes. I mean, does he get some power to something? No, the war arc. (laughs) They're amazingly useful, but only with other people. Like, because if you start having him go 1v1 against, like, some of the, like, big, you know, like, boss level people, he doesn't take that. No, he could turn off one. He could turn off uh, all for one. Probably. We know he can't turn off all for one. Oh, I know he can. He can? Yes. They already showed that he couldn't. They already said he couldn't. It, it depends on how he targets it. When you have someone with multiple quirks, he has to target a specific quirk. But even then, a lot of quirks he literally just can't turn off. Mutation quirks, anything that like just inherently affects the core of who that is? No, he can't transform you. But like, you know, if he sh- if he targets Tailman's quirk, he's not gonna f- the tail isn't gonna fall off. He just won't be able to move it. No, he. They've specifically yeah, they like, stated it's one of the last verbatim. Yeah, he cannot shut off mutation quirks, like gang orcas. Just powers of being an orca. They just like stuff like that. He cannot turn off. And so unless they've retconned that and now changed again, like or unless Aizawa got. Well, let me t- let me take the back. The person that he was fighting wasn't using mutation quirks, so. It, so to your point, yes, it, it, that might still be the limitation. Because like when he was when he was doing uh, when he was trying to interrogate Koragiri, like he was like he's like okay, he's still in this form even though I'm using my eyes on him. That um, means he is. This is just fully hit who yeah. he is now. Yeah, like. Um, no, no, I could see him targeting quirks. All for one has added in like specifically. Uh, like, well, all, all for one's not a mutation quirk. It doesn't no, no. physically transform you. No, no, but I'm saying the quirk, the individual quirks he has put in someone, like, like say, oh, here's, I put in he the quirk. He couldn't turn off all the Nomu quirks. He only could turn, target one at a time. Like, that was a specific thing he said in the, and even then, the 13th like the, episode. Well, the Nomu had multiple quirks, and also the Nomu was just an engineered being that was really, really fucking strong. <laughs> 
Well, that's the same, but those were all still quirks they put into it. Like, the first Nomu, even when he, uh, like, attacked it, he was able to turn off, like, just... It was, like, one quirk at a time. Yeah. Like... But it's also... All of this aside and argument, it's also really hard to judge on a lot of those things in my Academia because everyone seems to have some level of super strength and super durability. As I was very, very clutch to winning a very particular battle against an individual that had, like, 15 quirks. I mean, that's understandable. Like, no, no. As always good, but, like, his powers are not, like, his power is not, like, super powerful because as always quirk can also just be undone by, I've got a pistol. A lot of quirks can be undone by, I've got a pistol. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Like, as always quirk is about finesse, skill, and using it. That's also why he invented a bullshit bandage, which he also even mentions. Hey, I had to figure out I'm good with it now, but like... Took six years. But then you have, you know... Uh, six years. Speaky Boy, like, who's also now using capture bandages. Shoji. Yeah. Speaky Boy, <laughs> who now has also has the bandages, who seemingly just has more of a talent for it than Azala. Well, like, I, well, he said Azawa because Azawa is teaching yeah. him how to use it. Azawa also had to invent the martial art and then get good at it. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing, but like... Like, I was always really good at that. Like, a lot like Akashi, he is the more hands-off. That has fucking weird eye powers that he's not... Oh, really... they're very similar. Yeah. I, I, I knew they were very like, similar like, when I like, listened to those one and two. Like, Azawa's eyes even turn red when he's using his power. Yeah. Um, but um, one of the things that I like about Aizawa is that um, Kakashi is so cool all the time. Like, like as in cool as a cucumber. Um, that... Uh, as much as I love Kakashi, um, he doesn't really get passionate very often. Whereas, like Azawa, can clearly like you, know, you fuck with his kids. He would he will. Azawa yeah. has emotions. He's just he's fairly low energy until he needs to be. Like Azawa's never emotionally dead. He's just low energy. Yeah, he's also sleep deprived. <laughs> yes. Um, so, one of the things I like about Azawa is I, I like that, like, you know, because I, I am certain, um, it's not Korakiri, that's not the guy's, Horikori, no. Horikoshi? Horikoshi? The writer? The writer? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's almost undeniable that, like, he had some inspiration from Kakashi when he yeah. wrote oh, the, sure, the character. Um, but I like that what he, what, like, the, the, the things that are different about him are what set him apart for me. Uh, I like that, um... That he doesn't choose favorites. He doesn't make the same mistake that Kakashi did. Yeah. Um, and uh, he doesn't choose favorites, but he does choose most hated. Yeah, Midoriya. No, Mineta. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't choose Mineta to be the most hated. Mineta volunteered. <laughs> That's right. And Aizawa doesn't hate Midoriya. Aizawa sees that, oh, I'm not going to be able to help this boy. He is too far up all my ass. Midori is crawling up inside all my to pilot him like a mech. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so a lot of the things that are the strengths for him, uh, I will say that the, the one of the major things that's important, obviously, is I mentioned that failure is an important part of character, and Kakashi kind of failed on the mentoring level. I like that um, that while he is super powerful, we've also seen Aizawa fail on the like just keeping his kids safe level. The fucking, like, the first time the, the League of Villains shows up, yeah, and he gets that attack. big eye scar. <laughs> like, that's a hard L for Aizawa. 
Yeah. Also, just there's just a you know continuity uh, applause bit for me. Uh, when characters get scarred in my hero, they keep their scars and they stay there. Yeah. Like Midori, Midori's hands are fucked. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, oftentimes Ryan would forget about it because when we're wearing gloves, he wears so often. gloves so often. And then when Ryan would see his hands, he'd be like, "Oh no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no!" Anytime you see him, like, and now I'm gonna do this. No, my dude, <laughs> you're killing your mother. <laughs> Local boy figures out he has legs. <laughs> but like, no, I saw, and I like that I saw. Does, like, figure out, like, all right, this person needs special help. This person needs this. Like, he knows when the kids need help, when to just leave them alone. He seems to be a good teacher. Like, but also, like, mo- all the teachers at the school seem to be, like, legit good teachers. Uh, Vlad, for Except class for All Might. <laughs> all Might works on it. Yo, he, no, has, he has that teaching I'm, 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 for dummy I'm, book in I'm his not, back I'm pocket. I'm not saying All Might doesn't put the effort in, but, no, you know, but he, also, just, he just doesn't clearly, have much talent. Well, he doesn't have much talent, but also that's because All Might wasn't brought there to be a teacher. Yeah. All Might was brought there to pass along all for, uh, one for all. I mean, like what's that? Like, he literally does have that, like, w- once he actually starts looking up how to do it, he does get better at it. I love the idea that, like, he he originally was just parroting Gran Torino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a delightful character bit um, that only Midoriya will ever know. Yeah. Um, everyone else just be like, man, Dalma was a weird teacher at first. He started coming into his own. It's like, oh yeah, it's because he actually is having to figure out how to do it on his own. Yeah, um, that's that, that, that's why that's why Alma's original advice was like, <laughs> squeeze your ass ass cheeks and think about microwaving an egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he did. Like that's also like why All Might is such a bad mentor because like especially teaching how to use his powers because he just does it instinctively, just like how I mentioned with Whis and Goku and Vegeta. How is Goku supposed to explain to Vegeta how to use Ultra Instinct? You're like, I just, I feel it. And Vegeta's like, no, there are steps, Kakarot. One, two, three, four, five. What are they? Feel it? Feel it? Profit! Good vibrations? <laughs> yeah, that's how all my teaching. Meanwhile, like, I was just like, no. Like, even more so, when they te- tell you that Aizawa, like, that fail everyone thing, is so Aizawa can then re-enroll them to teach them about failure, because, hey, you're going to fail. People yeah. are going to get hurt. People will die because you weren't there. Because you didn't do good enough. And you have to learn that lesson now so it doesn't break you. That's a really hard lesson to teach some kids who are all excited and goofy. We all want to be heroes. Even Midoriya's little shitty school he went to with Bakugo before. One of the guy's powers was just noodly eyes. And he still wanted to be a superhero. Love I don't think school. he made it through the entrance exam. He didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. That's it. In his original school, like, one kid's powers was just pissing out of his fingers. Not like <laughs> shooting jets of water, but just little streams. <laughs> Still want to be heroes. Aizawa knows the most important lesson for these kids to learn is that you have limitations. Learn. It's why All Might bothers him so much. Well, I mean, even just the school motto bothers him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because just like uh, his friend, like you find out when his about his friend died, you know that he knows. Like no, eventually like, you'll get caught. Like we die. This is not a you're not invincible. Like and everyone knows. Oh, you can lose to a villain, but like it's not even just losing to a villain. Like his friend died in a rescue situation. Yeah. Just a building collapsing, and 
a thing, that, a thing that he was like, yeah, we don't die in those yeah, situations. Yeah, we're, we're trained for that. Yeah, like, it's like, no. Well, like, it can happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I, Zala's co-workers, really good. Like, I mentioned we got stranded, like, Vlad from Classroom 1B. Sure, he's hyper-aggressive and so, but, like, he clearly, that boy cares about his students. He yeah. is rooting for him. He is there. And those kids turn and look at him like he is Papa. Like, he is a father to that class. And they all teach their kids well. And Azala, like, also... I mean, they're both fathers to their class. Just Azala's a no. slightly drunk, abusive father. <laughs> <laughs> well, to say, like, well, the thing is, like, uh, Azala is still highly, highly respected. Like, the kids are taking everything he says to heart. Yeah. But they don't treat him like, oh, he's our father figure. Yes. Like, I, that's one of the... One of the that's what put him in number one for me, is for me, like, he is a perfect teacher and a mentor. Because they, they're not going home and worshiping him. They are taking everything he says, not just academically, but they're also taking it to heart. Yeah. Like, he, like he is te- he's, in, he's imparting life lessons to them, and they are following in those life lessons. Yeah. And it's... And like, without, without having to be the, like... In a show where it's full of, like, the ultra-heroic types where everyone can, like, be like, Look... It's Endeavor, and he's fighting this thing. And, like, the people on the ground, like, all of a sudden, the number one hero is somehow more number one. Like, um, uh, because he had a little bit of bad press for a couple of weeks. Like, instead, now it's just, you know, like, Aizawa doesn't get that spotlight. But he doesn't need that spotlight. Like, he, he, he makes the changes inside of his classroom without having to do all of that other stuff. But it's, it's also it's also the change that he wants in his society. Yeah, um, that, that's that's one of that's one of the things that as I as time progressed and I thought more about Stain's philosophy, where I kind of started to poke holes in it, um, because Aizawa is probably somebody who would philosophically agree with most of what Stain says, yeah. but uh, Aizawa is an active participant in the change that he wants to see in hero society. Stain's end goal is correct. But the methodology and how he gets there is, is incorrect. Yes. Like and that is why that's why I say I be be Aizawa, don't be stained. Yeah, no that's listen, like I didn't put Aizawa in there just because they like, both wear scarves. Yeah. yeah, but you don't want to get them mixed up. <laughs> you really don't want to get licked by stain. Also they do both Aizawa have pretty red eyes. That. Stain don't sleep. <laughs> I guarantee you, since they put Stain in prison, unless it was medically induced, he has not slept. Every single villain who walked by that door, he's like, hey, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, Stain is sitting across from uh, one all for one, just hate fucking him. <laughs> I really hope they didn't put Stain in Jim Pop. Oh, no, he is down, like, he's down there in the like, super prison with other villains. Like I said... I would love Stain to break out and just help well, like, him fight. Well, well no, like, there, there are certain there are certain villains you could put in Gen Pop, like muscular. He could probably he, he was probably in Gen Pop. Oh no! Well, how strong he is! Fuck that! Just, you have guards with guns. And yeah, his body reconstructs itself to make himself more. Uh, but say Midoriya hit him with force that outdid the punch that collapsed buildings. Not even like I punched the building that collapsed. He just. Uppercutted the air and it collapsed a building. Midoriya hit him with a punch that was a hundred times that, and Muscular just ate it. Bullets ain't doing shit to that man. Oh, just wait till you see their round two. No, oh, I I know you. Like, no, the people who could be in Gen Pop, twice. 
you put like a fucking like just power inhibitor, like any type of thing. Not even just power inhibitor. Just give them some like fucking yeah, cards. Twice spinner. Yeah. Togeda. Yeah. But we're gonna talk. Isaiah is great. Um, another thing. You like, mean Toga? Toga. Yeah. Yeah, but I say Togeda is Mirio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, you're on, you're on trapped in here. <laughs> I'm not trapped here with you. You're right here with me. And he has the fucking, like, big old, like, cartoon eye and just full smile. <laughs> Somebody please, please collect this buff naked Tintin. <laughs> like, Izalba's great because all the things are stated and also, Izalba knows he's part of a team. He, like, sure, he always... Get, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, he always, like, asks, like, oh, I don't know, the other teacher's, like, annoying and grief. But that's just because everyone clearly knows how to fuck with Aizawa. Everyone <laughs> loves doing it. Oh, yeah. Everyone I, I'm loves... Certain, I, 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 I'm certain that Joke um, has has actively since home uh, from time to time been like, all right, oh. we're going we're gonna to see UA sometime soon. I get like six things I'm gonna to say to Aizawa. Like, no, no you gotta understand. I 100% believe Aizawa and Joke are just hooking up all the time on the sign, <laughs> and no one can know. And that Joke is just a brat, and Aizawa's a dom, and so she's just like pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. She's like, I'm gonna tear that ass up. I want you to. <laughs> that is the relationship. Because <laughs> those. That, that's how he got so good with the scarf. <laughs> <laughs> that is some shibari work. But like, this team of all the other teachers, they don't give him grief, but like, he relies on them. Like, Aizawa isn't, like... There are none of his co-workers at the school. Aizawa would never be the guy that's just like, no, I'd go it alone. Well, not even go it alone. But, like, when it comes to the kids, besides All Might, who does have, like, legitimate critiques, he tells the kids, no, don't listen to this part of it. But he doesn't be like, because All Might doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. He still teaches them to respect him, learn from the parts of them that work, and, like, go. But, like, all the other teachers, like, he's clear. He's like, yeah, no, they can teach this lesson. Anytime the other teachers step in to do a thing... He's like, yeah. yes. Like, he knows that them coming in only helps him do his job. And that's a great, another great thing of a mentor, to know the parts you are lacking in and what you do. That's right, kids. L- listen to Midnight. She has a lot to teach you. I think she does. I know. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> mentor, uh, like, Midnight, besides all the crazy kink stuff and all that, the number one thing she can teach some of these kids, and she does, is confidence. Yeah. Because a lot of the kids, their greatest weakness is confidence. Fucking animal speech man could just murder the villain population in a heartbeat if he was just like, rats, eat, <laughs> just, 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 just start over them. Back at you to them? Yeah. Don't, I don't know. Stop. Bugs. He could just be like, oh, every single bot fly in the country? See, now, see, now I'm going to have a night, nightmare of just Coda just raising his arms. Now my children feast. <laughs> Gigantomachia's like, how will you stop me? Cicadas. What? Did you just see a billion of them fly into his ears and start chirping? Gigantomachia falls on the ground screaming, and they're like, Kokoda? We, we liked it more when you were shy. Too bad, Midoriya. I'm God here now. <laughs> Sugar Rush. Like, I, I don't know where I was going. Sugar Rush. Just, that boy's the most useless person in all of Class 1A. His only power is super strength in a world where everyone seems to have it. In super durability. That he then loses. No, no. Everyone has everyone super has some durability. Time of, sometimes no, but right. I mean, Sugar Rush, he has specifically that limitation built in. After so many calories, he will crash. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, because there are too many people who have been thrown into a brick wall. 
Uh, this time I am talking about Shoto, Todoroki, been picked up, thrown into what they said is, oh, the steel pipes in this area are such as a, and he is thrown into a solid steel pipe where they are riveted together, thus the toughest part of the steel pipe, so hard that it bends both pipes and the rivets shoot out, and he just gets back up. That is some super dirt. Spider-Man would take longer to get back to his feet than Todoroki did from that blow. Yeah. But then that rounds us out. Yep. Uh, so that is, so we... we but some fairly d- uh, different... Diverse picks. Yeah. Um... Like, uh, yeah, we were a bit Naruto heavy, but you know, Naruto has a lot of them. Well, yeah. actually, what, what I thought, we, what I honestly thought we, we were, um, which I guess we ended up not being, but um, we were a little bit more uh, Dragon Ball um, uh, soft than I thought we were gonna be. I thought we were gonna be like have a lot more. Well, that's because Dragon Ball has so many mentors, but that actually is then why none of them stand out. Because it's like, all right, well, every they, arc has one to two different mentors. And well, they they, really they, they show they show up to be they show up to give Goku one or two moves, and then they kind of fade into the background. Yeah, yeah, like um, they become people he went to to learn from. Gets the other problem is most of Goku's mentors. I mean, if, I, if I had thrown Corrin in there, I would. I think I don't even know if both of you have read uh, no. Dragon Ball, so I don't even think mm-hmm. you knew that that Corrin was act was an active mentor to Goku. No, I knew he was. Okay, but here's the other problem. I also don't believe Goku, um, I don't want to say respects any of his previous mentors, but, like, not in that mentor type. He's like, yeah, I learned Other some than Master stuff Roshi. Master yeah. Roshi's the one. <clears throat> That's because he knows Master Roshi can still stop, drop, and open up shop on him. <laughs> Master Roshi just... And King Kai, because the, the two people that he changed his gi for are King Kai and Master Goku Roshi. Goku yeah. does not give a fuck about King Kai. Go- he still wears King Kai's crest. Goku has continuously, against King Kai's direct wishes, commands, orders, screaming in terror, brought people to blow him up, just shown up to train, fucked up his car, his planet. Goku don't give a shit about King Kai. Goku In Battle still- for the Gods, that is where he was training. Because it was heavy. Goku didn't go there to learn anything from King Kai. Goku went, oh yeah, I remember a place that it doesn't matter if I blow shit up at. And King Kai went, no Goku, don't. <laughs> the only reason Goku well, also, still wears also, King Kai's crest is because he forgot it's on his back. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. That's yeah. an excellent point. The only reason Goku still wears the crest is because it's still just on his back. And Goku doesn't know how to do the clothes beam like Piccolo. The only other person who's going to uh, alter his clothes is Chi Chi. And he ain't going to ask for that. That's a very fair thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I know Goku owns other clothes is due to the due to uh, Android <laughs> the Android Thirteen movie. So I just thought I don't I think I sent you the meme. I told uh, Pat I, the other day I saw a meme. There's just Gohan walking to a room. Goku sitting at a computer with a bunch of paperwork, wearing rim glasses. He's like, Dad, are you doing taxes? Yes, Gohan. Don't tell your mother. I know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> See, i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have i wouldn't have said that. I would have I would have been then go. Oh, that's that's not your dad. That's Turles. Yeah, I just I saw that meme and I was like, I love so much the idea <laughs> that he's actually been smart this whole time. Not smart. That there are just certain things Goku just gets. <laughs> Taxes is one of them. Yeah. Like here's the minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. 
<laughs> yes, ah, mentors. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that that was a that was a bunch of mentors, um, laced laced within a bunch of shit. You know, we just... could have actually done. Sorry, random tangent. We should have done for uh, My Hero Academia. All for one. He's a great mentor. He wanted Sh- Todoroki to get to a place, and he got him there. Let's let's move on. He didn't mean Todoroki. He... Oh, you mean Shigaraki? Shigaraki. Oh, Yes. Yeah. I was let's, like, I don't, I don't just, think you said two words to Todoroki. <laughs> let's just move on from there. <laughs> but yeah, so with that being said, this is Capricorn Podcast. Uh, you know, I, I was your host, uh, Patrick, co-host Jared. Say bye, Jared. I am Sifu. Uh, special guest host for the podcast, Ryan. Say bye, Ryan. Shao Tucker did teach his daughter to really love that dog. This was our uh, best anime parents. Yeah, best best a- best anime <laughs> mentors. Um, you know, you know, give give us a give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow wherever you found this podcast, which could have been anywhere: SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, Stitcher. Uh, the only thing that matters is that if you search us, with the only thing that comes up, I've guaranteed it. Um, you know, if you click the link in the description of this podcast, you, they'll link you to our Anchor FM. Where you can leave us voicemail and be you part of the podcast. You can tell us Shao Tucker did nothing wrong. You could tell us that. Um, Ryan will believe it. I mean, it's I, on our door. I mean, I'll, hell, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the airtime on the, on the podcast to say it, just so I can, you know, tell you why you're wrong um, about everything, everything in your life that you assume. Um, We're talking to you, Yvonne. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why y- y'all feel the need to call out Vaughn so much. He's the one person like always consistently like contacts us and talks about it. Like yeah. he always messages Jared directly because he just apparently doesn't love me, you son of a man. Mm-hmm. But he'll always talk about the podcast. I really liked this, and then comment on it, and then he'll he'll point out things that he liked or didn't like, or yeah, or his opinions on stuff. So yeah, so Vaughn, you bring him you, on you, for you, a Yu-Gi-Oh episode. It'll just be the th- me, you, and Vaughn. It'll do Yu-Gi-Oh archetypes, and it'll just turn into me and you being excited about stuff and Vaughn complaining. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, anyway, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Um, I think I've already asked for that once. Yes. Um, but we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.